lot of pride in the program. The ability's there. Each play matters. The goal's 15-0 here, knowing that we're going to be the most physical players on the football field. A lot of great coaches, a lot of great fan bases, a lot of great schools. Where Upper Cumberland legends are born and raised. They're doing things the right way on and off the field. Where traditions are passed down. They're doing it because they love the guy next to them. Where every Friday night, it's a race of champions. Expect to win. When you look at our team, you see a bunch of kids that play hard. It just boils down to the commitment to excellence that we have every day. This is Wildcats Nation. This is Wildcats Football on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Davis Memorial Stadium on the campus of Livingston Academy. It's Livingston Academy football presented by Livingston Regional. Tonight the Wildcats 2-3 host the 4-0 York Institute Dragons. Good evening, I'm Colin Castleberry with David Ledbetter. And David, tonight it is one of those matchups that everybody looks forward to. It's an old school knockdown drag out hatred. It is a rivalry that everyone loves. York Institute visiting Livingston Academy. You are obviously uh, an alum and somebody who played football here. What does it mean to see these two teams line up against each other? And maybe secondarily, what's it mean to see these two uniforms on the field as both teams kind of went very classic tonight with the uniform combo? Well, it's it's great to, to kind of renew this rivalry. Um, used to be in the same district, played every single year. Uh, probably at the time the biggest rivalry we had as far as Livingston Academy. Uh, I think Upperman's kind of took that place now because we play them we're in the same district. But just a huge rivalry uh, back in the day, a lot of hatred. But <laughs> as you get as you get older, you get out of school, you still see people you played against and, and your friends with. But you know, on the field, it's it's it's, it's just pure hatred, and, and it's what college or high school football is all about right here. It absolutely is. This is one of my favorite things that you'll see in a high school football game, folks. And it's the fact that, yeah, these two, these two teams hate each other. Tomorrow, this weekend, uh, they may very well go get food together. They may uh, go hang out, go to church, uh, all sorts of different things despite the distance. But tonight, tonight they are enemies uh, beyond all regard. Look. It comes down to this, folks. There's athletes on both sides of this. It is going to be a physical game, but what it's really going to come down to is Logan Pinnell, Miles Lefew, Aiden Sweat Thomas, Will Beatty, Austin Huddleston. I can go on and on for York. On the other side, you know the names. Carson Parrott, Brody Coffey, Daniel Bilberry, uh, Jake Hughes. Obviously, the list goes on as well on that side. Tonight, David Ledbetter, which team is going to find a way to get the ball to their athletes. Well, that's the key for both teams. And you, you talked about some of the athletes for, for York, uh, and they have them across just up and down their lineup. Livingston Academy does too. And, you know, it, it's it's the little things. Keep yourself in, uh, you know, we talked about earlier about penalties. You know, keep yourself in second manageable, third and manageable instead of getting behind the chains. But, both these teams, that's that's going to be the key. Just get your get the ball to your athletes. Tonight, it's Livingston Academy and York. 
This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to kick off. Powered by Mountain Farm International. Helping you take care of your piece of the Upper Cumberland. Mowing the front lawn, caring for your acres. Mountain Farm International. Online at mtnfarm.com. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Hi, this is Marvin Long, your Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. Our area is home to one of the nation's most advanced broadband networks. That's right, Twin Lakes 10-gig fiber optic network offers the fastest and most reliable broadband service available today. Whether it's for your home or business, our 10-gig broadband service is the fastest way to connect. Give me a call today at 931-476-2151 or visit us online at TwinLakes.net. Turn it up to 10-gig. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. York Institute Dragons head football coach Derwin Wright. When you have a Friday night that's that successful from top to bottom, from the Aiden Sweat Thomases of the world all the way through your final JV guy, when you're that successful, how do you come back on Monday and get the guys to look forward, to refocus, and to understand that as impressive as that was, that's probably one of the rarest things that will ever happen in a high school football game? Well, that's exactly the Part of the conversation you just said, or part of what you just said, I, I came in and said, hey, guys, you know, they they had one of those nights where things wouldn't go in their way, and, you know, they're, they're a young football team, and they unraveled, and, and, and not everything's what we did. Some of it's what was not being done on the other side of the ball. And I said, you know, we've got to uh, realize we're playing Livingston. It's a rival for us, and uh, – they're an improved team, and, and, and they're going to throw everything they got at us. So we've got to refocus and be ready to play. You alluded to it right there. You've heard it from several coaches who have yep. watched film or talked about uh, Livingston this year. This is not the same Wildcats team we've seen in the past couple of seasons. What have you noticed that's different on film maybe uh, about Livingston Academy this year versus the past couple of years? Well, I think they're sound defensively. They're 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 running the you know the the same defense, and 
more creative on offense, trying to get his playmakers the ball in different ways. And, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're looking at what you're doing. They're trying to exploit what you're doing, you know, and then there's some creativity in the, in, in the offense and what they're doing. You also talked about, this is obviously a rivalry game. York and, and LA are certainly rivals. How do you get your guys this week to kind of put away that a it's a rivalry game and b as we just got done talking about this isn't the same la team so you can't underestimate them and you can't go in and be emotional about the rivalry or all of a sudden you'll find yourself trailing and you're correct that's just uh you know you just gotta coach hard like you do each week and and you know i'm not talking a lot about you know the rivalry. I'm just talking about. You know we've got to get ready to play. This is what they do. This is this is what we need to do, and uh, you know get the emotion out of it and just just get ready to play football. Hey, Coach Derwin Wright, York Institute Dragons coach. Uh, before we let you go here, without giving too much away, obviously, uh, how do you counter some of the things that the Wildcats do well, and what are some things? Uh, that you've got to try to take advantage of this week uh, from your end? Well, I just look at it, be, be fundamental, take care of the football, be fundamental on defense, you know, do your jobs and uh, uh, just just be fundamental, you know, play, play just good, good, solid football. Can't get much simpler than that, can it, Coach? Do the fundamental things. That's it, that's it, you know. Just do a good job blocking and tackling and playing your position. Crisscrossing UC Sports Nation. Covering the frontier of games across the region. UC Sports Nation tonight. Powered by Frontier Chevrolet. Find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. Highway 111, just outside Livingston. I'm Jake Wallman. Monterey got back in the win column last week, and now they turn their heads to Gordonsville this week. The Wildcats are 0-2 at home, and head coach Scott Hughes discussed their lack of success. For us, we, we've kind of went went to the same stuff we've been doing when we're on the road. I mean, we haven't changed anything. Gordonsville has scored more than 20 points in just one game this season. Stone Memorial suffered their first loss on the year last week. This week, they welcome Red Hot DeKalb County to Crossville. Head coach Derek Samber hopes last week does not affect this week. Told them don't let Max County beat us twice. Uh, and we were certainly disappointed and discouraged. Uh, we didn't play up to the standards that we, we set for ourselves Friday night. I, I do love that losing hurts this team. When when you've got a team that, that winning and losing doesn't mean much to them, when they don't much expect to win, and and uh, when a loss happens, they don't think twice about it. You're in for a long year. DeKalb County is on a three-game winning streak after starting the year 0-2. White County has lost their last three games by a combined 16 points. Traveling to Macon County tonight, Warriors head coach Curtis Beatty knows it's the little things that will see them come out on the other side of close games. I've said it each week, and uh, we're getting there. We're getting better, and that's the goal. To be in those games against senior-heavy teams, uh, we're proud of our kids for being hanging around, fighting in those games. We're, we're just, as a young team, we got to learn to finish games or start games. We're, we're still talking about trying to play four quarters, and as a young team, sometimes uh, running those little traps where where you don't play four quarters of uh, great football, you're going to have mistakes here and there. Megan County is scoring better than 24 points per game, 33-plus in three out of the last five. 
in Gainesboro, Jackson County snapped their losing streak last week. Now they turn their heads to Trousdale County on the road. Blue Devils head coach Sean Loftus knows they have to balance physicality and health this week. What we talked about yesterday is you know, we, we've got to play as hard as we can play, as long as we can play. Uh, you know, four quarters Friday, you know, and we've got to, everybody's got to bring their hard hat. Everybody's got to be ready to hit. Everybody's got to be ready to play as physical of a ball game as we've played, uh, you know, up to this point. Uh, because we know that's what it's going to have to take in order for us to, you know, be in this ball game and have an opportunity in the end. Charlesdale County made a quarterback change in a loss last week, looking to turn their year around. Upperman stands at 5-0 and looks to make it 6-0 heading to Cumberland County tonight. B's head coach Adam Kane knows the Jets are not to be overlooked. I think they're pretty physical. Uh, you know, Coach Raps got them playing very hard. Uh, the guys, you know, are, are flying around and, you know, trying to make plays. I like the way their tailback is running the football. Um, you know, they get into some unbalanced stuff that can – create some problems for your defense. The Jets have been held scoreless twice and scored 13-plus points just once this year. Cookville has homecoming this week and a rivalry as Warren County comes to town. Pioneers head coach Matt Turner knows that Cookville's rushing attack will be the focus. Owens, I mean, the quarterback, he's a hard runner and and, and, and good decision maker. Uh, you know, he, I think the coaches have given him some uh, freedom with different things and you know, when the, the offensive line gets off the ball and, and things block, and, and uh, you know, and of course they've got a couple hard-nosed runners, and, and you know, and then they're, they, they they up front defensively, man, they get after it. You know, they got some DNs that uh, really penetrate and, and, and control the line of scrimmage. The Cavs and the Pioneers are both on losing streaks of two-plus games. Clay County travels for a border war to Monroe, Kentucky, and Pickett County takes a chance to rest, celebrating their bye week. Scores throughout the night and a full wrap-up coming tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. The High School Playbook on Rock 93.7. For Around UC Sports Nation tonight, I'm Jake Wallman. Counting down to Wildcats action. The Mountain Farm International Countdown to kickoff. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it. Just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports.
When injuries stop the game, skip the ER. Visit Tier 1 Urgent Care. 335 West Spring Street, Cookville. Dr. Derek Worley, fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine. He and your medical team are ready at the Tier 1 Urgent Care. Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Saturday, 8 to noon. Don't let sore shoulders stop your tennis game. Knee pain stop your walking routine. Get state-of-the-art care close to home. Tier 1 Orthopedics. Stop the game and make the call. Here just moments away from L.A. and York. The one bank, one to watch. One bank, helping families reach their goals for more than 120 years. One bank. Member FDIC. And we are with the man they call Port Shop and the man who uh, found a way to get the first big man touchdown on the season as well. Port Shop, before we talk about tonight's matchup, just what that feel like? What did it feel like getting to bust through that line a couple times and all of a sudden you find yourself standing under the uprights? It felt really unreal. Like a, all the excitement that happened, everybody running towards me, just it felt really unreal. It was really, really awesome. Now, on the flip side, everybody after that wanted to be you. Everybody wants to run the ball now because, thanks to you, you've created this monster of the big man running back. Well, how, how do you take responsibility for that? You know, talking to your other guys like, hey, man, listen, I, I'm sorry I got to score, but. You just got to, you know, step up and actually, you know, be able to run the ball. You know, got to make a chain. Got to make a chain. Okay, all right. Well, tonight you guys obviously have some competition level, stepping up to the plate, a big-time rival. Uh, just talk to me about the atmosphere between L.A. and York. What does that rivalry mean to you? Well, I know we've always disliked each other, but coming from a personal view, I hate York. That's all I got to say about York. So that's, that's it. That's all he's got, folks. He does not like the York Dragons. All right, Porkchop, then final question. What do you have to do to get a win tonight? Take down the Dragons. Slay it. I got to be able to do my job, be able to have good snaps, get my blocks, and make sure Brody Coffee has enough time to pass the ball. All right, the man they call Porkchop as we approach kickoff between the Wildcats and the Dragons on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Hello, I'm Jake Wallman, and this week's L.A. Living Legend is Jimmy Maynard. Maynard was the quarterback that led the charge in 1974 and another Wildcat that enjoyed the privilege of playing football at the next level. We begin with Jimmy's remembrance of his childhood. Like all kids, he played every sport he could all the way through high school. The support he and others received from the town was just as you would expect, in droves every single night that the Wildcats played. Well, you know, Livingston's got a great tradition. They've had a great tradition. And growing up, uh, I started in athletics uh, at an early age. And, you know, I played I played them all. I played basketball, baseball, and football. And, you know, when I got in high school, it was the same way. I, I felt like that, you know, I, I excelled pretty well in all, all three sports. That was the only sports we had at that time. And uh, I, I just remember the support we get from the community and, uh, you know, just uh, the, the feeling you get when you want a football game on Friday night and go out on Saturday into the town and people talking to you and congratulating you. In his middle school days, the Allens kid was all in on football. While he started out as a defensive end, by the time he was in eighth grade, Maynard was playing quarterback. Slender and fast, the position fit him well. Fast forward to 1972. Previous guest Bert Oakley breaks his thumb in a preseason scrimmage and is sidelined for the rest of the year. The second-string junior was thrusted into action. While he took his beatings, it played out for the better. How that happened, you know, Bert was a year ahead of me. I was a sophomore, I guess, and I, I was playing that position. 
I guess, is the backup. He had played it the previous year and uh, when I was a freshman. And, it, you know, so starting the junior year, we were in the preseason. We were actually scrimmaging Cookville. And uh, I was playing receiver at that time. And Bert got hurt, broke his, broke his thumb. And I got kind of pushed into action there as the, as the backup. Of course, a lot of times in high school football, the backup quarterback don't get a whole lot of reps in practice. And so I got put in that position, and I can remember, of course, Cookville was a lot bigger and stronger than us, and I can remember I kind of got broken right. Uh, uh, you know, I, I took a pretty good little beating in that in that scrimmage, but, you know, it helped me. And, and from that point on, you know, I, I, I was the quarterback, and then when Burke came back, he, he replaced me as receiver. And I guess, as they say, it goes the rest is history. I just played that position ever since. Success is a common thing among a football program when a group stays together all four years. This was the recipe for success for the Wildcats in 1974, as the Wildcats had a 10-1 and campaign with a trip to the postseason on the record books. Maynard discussed how this type of situation brews confidence in a program. Well, you know, when I was a freshman, we, had a, we didn't have a large team, but we had a, we had a group of seniors. I don't know how, exactly how many there were of us. Uh, and, and we all hung in there and stayed together. You know, we played together as, as middle school kids, and we're all good friends and just had a bond there. And, and, and I think that's important. I, I know in coaching, I've coached for a long time, and a lot of the better teams that I've ever had was, was that type of situation. And actually, we had a lot of skill. That, that was a, that, that team had a lot of speed. We didn't have any size. I think we had one lineman that was over 200 pounds, and everybody else was smaller than that. But we had a lot of speed and, and the skill positions, and even our lineman, our lineman could run. After high school, college football awaited the former Livingston Wildcat. While having the luxury to go elsewhere, he stuck to what he knew and stayed home. Maynard would go on to play quarterback for some great teams at Tennessee Tech. From this experience, his level of gratification for the sport was heightened. It was close to home. At the time I was at Tennessee Tech, Tennessee Tech was a very good football program. I know we won a conference championship in 1975 and, and, and had a chance to win it in 1977. Played on some great teams. Uh, you know, it was close to home where friends and family and people could come and watch. Uh, just just a good experience. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change that experience for anything. Uh, just the gratification you get as a as a player and, and being you know, developing the friendships that you develop with former players and the coaches that you played under is just a very fulfilling opportunity for me. After college, Jimmy would stick around the area as a high school coach. He began in 1980 as a coach at White County High School along with former Wildcat Mark Hauser. Today, the former Wildcat keeps busy as a coach on the staff at Clay County High School. Overton County and Livingston Academy, a town, a county, a school where legends are larger than life. Thank you to this week's living legend, Jimmy Maynard, quarterback of the 1974 Livingston Academy football team that finished with a 10-1 record and would go on to play at Tennessee Tech. For this week's L.A. Living Legend, I'm Jake Wallman. Wildcats football in minutes, live from 101.9 AM 920. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. 
Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Hello, I'm Ron Hewitt, owner and physical therapist of the Physical Medicine Center. I would like to say thank you to the people of the Upper Cumberland for allowing us to provide your physical therapy needs for the past 30 years. We focus on your individual therapy, not what just works for most. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. Call 823-1200. That's 823-1200. We can help you live your best life. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Counting down to Livingston Academy and York Institute at the top of the hour, this is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. Let's start on the volleyball court where last night the Lady Wildcats were unable to secure the one seed and regular season district title. They now sit 11 and 6, 5 and 2 in district play after a three set to two loss to Stone Memorial at Livingston. Head coach Christy Jenkins earlier this week did remark how proud she is, however, of her young middles. Like I'm, like I'm, I'm. I mean, and I don't ever look like I'm always in the moment. But like when I look ahead at our future next year, like don't get me wrong, we're going to miss Sydney Moffitt and we're going to miss Kenley Webb and Langey Dishman. You know, those are three big players on our varsity team this year. Um, you know, but I'm still excited to think, you know, that I still have a couple more years with Chloe and Cora and Mia. You know, I mean. We're going to have to, you know, other kids are going to have to step up and fill some pretty big shoes. But I'm pretty excited, you know, especially for Chloe and Cora because they're such big parts of our team this year. Girls soccer, meanwhile, was also at home last night and defeated Hume Fogg one nothing. They're now seven two and two on the year overall, four and zero in district play. Tonight, the volleyball team went off campus to take on Van Buren before heading to a one day tournament in Watertown tomorrow. They'll begin next week on the road Monday at Macon County before traveling to Clay County on Tuesday. Both games at five p.m. Girls soccer returns to action Tuesday for senior night at home, taking on Upperman. Lastly, some special action tomorrow. The L.A. alumni baseball game will be played at 5 p.m. right here at Livingston Academy. Adam Richards, Livingston Academy Wildcat with us as we get set for the matchup between the Wildcats and the Dragons here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Adam uh We've asked several guys already this week, but a matchup, a rivalry with the York Dragons. What are your feelings on York Institute? Uh, they're a good team. They're going to be tough, but we got it. We'll be all right. 
He feels confident that tonight they've got this. Well, what do you have to do, and what does this team have to do to walk away with a victory here tonight? Uh, just like Pork said, you know, we all got to do our own job. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just got to do your job. Do your job and don't do too much. What's it mean to you to get to be here at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium so many times this year? You guys are, I think we're on home game number five. What's it mean, hog eye playing in front of the home fans? Uh, it feels pretty good since we didn't get a play here for two years, you know. Yeah, it feels pretty good. Obviously also coming on in here on a two-game winning streak. What's that feeling like for, for some guys who obviously uh, didn't necessarily get to see the most successful version of L.A. for a couple of years? Now you guys got back-to-back wins. Uh, it feels pretty good to finally get that out the way. Does it feel like you got a monkey off your back and tonight you guys aren't so worried about you know getting that first win as just getting a win? Uh, me personally, I feel like it, this would be our first win because Jenkins and Pickett, they're, they're not, they're not York. They are certainly not the York Institute. Adam Richards on 101.9 AM 920 LA and York coming up in mere moments here on WLIV. WLIV's countdown to kick off. Your pregame scouting report on tonight's game continues. Powered by Mountain Farm International. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare, a family of caring professionals caring for your family, people who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain, all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare, call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva, 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at NorrisSupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, Norris Supercycle. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. As we approach kickoff here between York Institute and Livingston Academy, L.A. head coach Matt Hauser. Coach, obviously the competition level this week amps up a little bit, a rivalry game as well. Uh, what's practice been like this week with you and the guys? Uh, how have they kind of responded to being on a two-game winning streak but knowing they're going up against a, a pretty formidable opponent this week? You know, it's been business as usual. Um, very relaxed group. They're a laid-back group. It's how they've been all year. Um, 
they've gone through. They, you know, Tuesday wasn't as as good of a practice as Wednesday. They've gotten better every day of the week. Um, and you know, the big challenge is just to come out focused. York is unbelievably talented. They've got a really good football team. It's a team that we can compete with if we show up and play. And it's a team that um, is good enough physically and from an athletic standpoint to really hurt us if we're not sharp from the get-go. So we've got to come out um, and play four quarters. That was the challenge to the kids after walkthrough on Thursday was, you know, put it together for four quarters and just see what happens. Certainly this question is going to make it sound a whole lot easier than it will be out there on the field, but how do you limit their athletes? How do you take advantage with yours? Because you're right, there are going to be some really spectacular athletes really on both sides of this matchup. You know, I think they, um, they've got a lot of kids that play skill positions as well as offensive line that are, you know, really talented kid. They're an older group. Um, we just have, defensively, we've got to get lined up. We've got to run to the football. We've got to do a good job of gang tackling. We've got to do a good job of playing fast and physical. And when we get to the point of attack, finishing tackles. And then on the flip side, when we play offense, we have to finish plays. We just have to, you know, whether we're finishing blocks or finishing runs, we've got to be consistent in how we attack. And, and our kids are – you know, they know that there's a lot of different moving parts to a game when it comes into special teams, offense, defense. So, you know, our kids just need to put it all together, work together, do the little things, try not to do too much on each individual play, but just line up and play the play in front of you and leave it at that. Yeah, you're talking about, you know, finishing off blocks, doing the little bit extra. How do you keep your guys in a matchup where you cannot have penalties, you cannot beat yourself? How do you coach the guys up this week, you know, not to to fall into that just past the whistle, just before the snap kind of penalties? Well, obviously we want to limit as many pre-snap penalties as possible. Um, Post-snap, we just got to play fast and physical and, and, you know, be as self-disciplined as possible to limit some of those things. But you're going to have – you're going to have some penalties. Um, I don't care what level you're playing at, whether it's youth league all the way up to pros. There's always penalties in there. We just got to do a good job of limiting those things, making sure we're not putting ourselves in bad situations and taking big plays off the off the board like we've ha- had happen in the past. So, um, you know, it's tough. We've talked a lot about having self-discipline and doing things the right way, um, you know, playing for your teammate. And once you start to play for your teammate and you're doing things to make sure they're successful, you can kind of start to limit some of those things. Uh, Coach, before we let you go, uh, this is, I believe, I think my count's right, your fifth game at home, fourth or fifth game at home this year. You've got a pretty loaded home schedule. Uh, not so much this week, but just overall, what, what has it meant in your first year back here at L.A. and with this team to be able to be at home uh, so many weeks this season? You know, it was part of building the schedule was we, we had spent a lot of time the last couple years away from Tom Davis Stadium because of uh, the renovation. So we wanted to really – have an opportunity to play at home in front of our fans. We've got a great community. We've got a tremendous amount of support in the community. And, you know, we're proud to represent Livingston Academy and all the students and faculty here at the school. So, you know, it it is special when you can play at home. And I know all the schools that we play at, they feel the same way when they get to play at their home stadiums. Um, So, you know, we want to have an atmosphere where we come out and make it difficult on visiting opponents. Um, And we want to play hard in front of our fans and uh, give them a show. Moments away from York and L.A. here at Livingston Academy, Tom Davis Memorial Stadium on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. 
more from the coaches, more from the players. As game time approaches, the countdown presented by Mountain Farm International. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston. Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare, a family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it. Just know that it can be fixed at Maynard Collision Center. They give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Getting set for kickoff around UC Sports Nation. This week, it's homecoming at Cookville as they host Warren County in a heated rivalry. Livingston also plays host to heated rival York Institute. Stone Memorial and DeKalb County face off with the Tigers on a three-game winning streak. And the Panthers having taken their first loss of the year last week. Your game of the week sees Monterey at home facing off with Gordonsville while Upperman travels to Cumberland County and Clay County plays in a border battle across the state line in Monroe, Kentucky. As we continue from Tom Davis Memorial Stadium, it's time for David Ledbetter to tell us what will power a Livingston win tonight. Presented by Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Corporation. David, tonight the L.A. Wildcats walk away with a win because got to play completely clean tonight no turnovers got to force turnovers uh but we got to stay we've had a lot of penalties the last few games everybody knows that you got to stay inside the chains you got to stay second and six second and four third and three third and two you got to force turnovers you can't have penalties and you got to force york to make the mistakes in this game Force York to make the mistakes here tonight at Livingston Academy. It's the UCEMC keys to the game. Visit UCEMC.com and find out how your extra change can support UCEMC cares and community organizations across the Upper Cumberlands. All right, folks, tonight's game day forecast calls for what is 
probably the best forecast you can get. It is perfectly clear skies and a beautiful night just before kickoff. Temperature standing at 71 degrees and winds tonight just 0 to 5 miles an hour. So nothing at all that should get in the way of tonight's action between the Wildcats and the Dragons. The Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by Mountain Farm International. 339 Interchange Drive, Crossville. Serving the entire Upper Cumberland. Not just tractors. Not just for farmers. They are for everyone. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. 101.9 AM 920 WLIV W270DD Livingston. It's game time. Your LA Wildcats. LA Wildcats. Presented by Livingston Regional. Be well, live well. The Wildcats. Play here. Play here. As they give the invocation and the national anthem is set to be played here at Livingston Academy, York visits the Wildcats. It's the Dragons and the Wildcats. Now we go to the field where the band will play the national anthem after the invocation.
National Anthem comes to a close here at Livingston Academy, and we are moments away from getting this one underway between the Wildcats and the Dragons. A heated rivalry renewed tonight between two teams who used to be in the same district now, of course, uh, just renewing the rivalry for the fun of it all. Tonight, the captains for Livingston Academy, who look as if they'll be walking up the 30-yard uh, line here. The lights uh, at Livingston Academy currently not fully under effect. It got some emergency lights on to help give a little extra boost out there, but I'm not sure what may be going on with the lights here at the current moment. Captains are going to work their way up the 30-yard line for Livingston Academy tonight. The captains, Braden Story, uh, Sujal Patel, and Elijah Robinson. On the other side, a couple names that we'll be talking about a lot tonight. Miles Lefew and Rylan Miller, a part of the three captains for York. The lights kick on in full effect now, so happy to see that. Lefew and Miller out there, along with, I believe, that is C.J. Brown there in the middle for the York Institute. So a happy, happy night for football. Also a beautiful one at that, David Ledbetter. I, I, I heard it on the news earlier today, uh, but... It, it is a it's high school football weather tonight. Yeah, we get about 30 minutes after kickoff here. It'll be nice, cool, crisp, get a little dew on the ground. It'll be uh, be perfect for high school football. We will find out tonight. Do you want to make a quick correction? That is 68, not 58 uh, for York. So that is Landon Sells, the senior Landon Sells, out there alongside Leftview and Miller in terms of being the captains. We, that is Livingston Academy, will receive the opening kickoff, and so we will get a chance to look at this offense to begin this game. And, and again, folks, normally almost always am I of the belief that you kick off if you win the toss. Now, I don't know who won the toss. Uh, you know, I'm not down there. I can't hear heads or tails or anything like that. But either way, whether Livingston won or lost it, David Ledbetter, I do believe getting the ball first is probably – advantageous for them because you have a chance to put the pressure on York and their offense. Well, that's what you want to do. I, I think Livingston won the toss. I'm pretty sure I've seen he said Livingston won the toss, elected to receive. You know, take the kickoff. You got Daniel Bibry back there. We talk, we're we going to talk all night about athletes, both sides. Uh, like we said, York's up and down. The, their roster is just full of athletes. But, hey, let Livingston Academy get their athletes on the field first, see if we can get points on the board before they can. If you put the put the offense at a detriment, that is the York Dragons offense at a detriment, it can be a very, very tough night for them. That's not because they can't score. They obviously can score in bunches. They put 73 points up last week against Teleco Plains. I was talking with head About coach. Three quarters. Yeah, in, yeah exactly. I, I was talking with head coach derwin wright uh earlier this week you heard him earlier as well on the pregame show talking about i asked him just simply how do you do that and he goes colin i i mean we we took our starters out at, at the end of the half we put our jv i mean he did everything he could put the jv in just one of those nights where everything was clicking for the dragons you've got to hope that they exhausted all of that last week that this week they don't bring any of that clicking with them well we talk we see it all in all of football now you see these high-flying, fast-paced offenses, and that's kind of York. They've got, like we said, they've got athletes across the board, and, and they like to sling the ball around all over the field. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of pressure on our defensive line to get pressure, linebackers to get pressure, and our defensive backs to cover tonight. 
It will be interesting to see the depth situation for York Institute. They do play a lot of guys both ways. A lot of those athletes playing out on the edge or at the skill positions on both sides. A lot of the linemen will double up as well. And so we will find out tonight whether the sheer numbers Livingston Academy is able to dress out here at home versus what York was able to bring on the buses end up being advantageous for Livingston Academy. Daniel Bilbury is back to receive. Kicking it off is Jorge Soto for the Dragons. Back there with Bilbury. That actually looks like it is uh, an eight. What is uh, JQ. JQ, thank you. I couldn't read it for a second. 12 or 2. JQ will actually get it. He's at the 20, the 25. Cuts back. He's at the 30. Avoids a couple blockers at the 32. Finally gang tackled. And i got to be honest with you. There's a flag, and I can understand why. Look like Lake Drake came flying in late there. I don't even think that's what the flag's on right there. There's a, York had a guy fly in on top of the pile after he was, the whistle was already blown. They flew in, but I think the flag was. No, they're they're going to wave the flag off. So no penalty on the play, though I will say Lake Drake absolutely came flying in there at the end. Might not have made a difference as he just kind of landed on top of the pile, but it was after the whistle for certain. Your starting running back tonight, Jackson Bowles, the man who will trot out there to begin the ball game. He'll stand behind Brody Coffee in the gun. Coffee looks to two wide receivers on either side. He'll take the shotgun snap and turn and hand off to Bowles. Bowles found a hole at the 35 and able to close it quickly. Are the Athletic Dragons? That was Josh Joseph, excuse me, Joseph Linder on the tackle. Good hole there on the right side of the line for Livingston Academy, and that's what we're talking about. It's second and five. Pick up a five yards right there. That's what you want to do all night long. Just pick up four or five, six yards on first down. Keep them. You got. You can call anything you want right here. Second and five. Coffee again in the gun. Two wide receivers to either side, and Bowles directly behind him. He'll take the shotgun snap. Another handoff it is. This time Bowles is met immediately. Gets back to the original line of scrimmage for no gain. And tackled by a gang again. This time Blake Voles leads it, though. And, uh, David, that's one of the things we're going to talk about all night is holes are going to open up quickly and holes are going to close quickly in a game with this many athletes. Well, it looks like Livingston Academy's offensive line and York's defense line. Livingston's got a size advantage, but York's defensive line and linebackers are quick. So they, they can – a hole opens, but it closes real quick. This time Bowles gestures to the left hip of Coffee. Coffee claps the hands, takes the shotgun snap, looking. Wide receiver was paired. He was unavailable, so he'll just take off. 35 avoids a tackler, dives back inbounds, past the 40, and I don't know if it's a first down, but he sure is close. Got around the 42, which is the uh, distance needed, but they may very well have to measure this. The white hat is going to wave, and, yeah, he's going to have to call for an official timeout. They're going to have to measure here, David, this is close. Yeah, good scramble there by Brody. He uh, uh, Nothing was open downfield, just took off and got bottled up, made a cut, and cut back inside, made two guys miss. Awful close to the first down here. I think you might be you know, fourth and inches right here. You might yeah, think yeah. about going for this. I, you are what would be at your own 42, so you're near midfield. I would not blame them at all if they decide to go for this, if it is short. Now, folks, I can't see. It is right up against the home sideline here, so I cannot see the ball or the chain. I've got some guys gesturing, but you always expect your home team to gesture, and they are about six inches short. So This might be one of them. You put Brody Coffee under center and just 
kind of the bush push from the old USC days, get bowls behind him and just push him right through the right I, through the middle of the line. I wonder if they don't go direct snap to Jay Hughes, uh, looking a lot like uh, week one. We saw Jake do a whole lot of this very physical downhill style when Brody was unavailable in week one against Trousdale County. We'll see what they go to here. The offense is on the field, as it probably should be. I do not blame Matt and Hauser at all for going for it right here because truth be told, folks, if you can't get six inches, it's going to be a long night. Yeah, and you may just try to draw them off sides right here. No no pre-snap penalties if you're leaving. Correct. If you're going on two. Everybody stay disciplined and see if you can draw them off sides, get the free first down. Two wide receivers wide to either side. It is Coffee in the gun and Bowles directly behind him. Coffee gets low, gestures Bowles to his left hip. Now he'll walk up under center, and he will take it. It's a dive forward, and he had to have gotten that. York saying he did not. Oh, York has the football. Now let's see what the call is here. Certainly didn't see anybody gesture for any kind of turnover. Let's make sure the officials deem it a first down. It is first down, Livingston Academy. Big play right there. Kind of get the clock going. You get a first down. You kind of get nerves settled down just a little bit. That's that's a good first first down for Livingston Academy. 9.52 and ticking, as you mentioned there. Clock rolling now. First quarter, first and 10, and the ball at their own 42-yard line. The Wildcats have picked up their first first down. Coffee goes to the sideline to get the play. And trots back out. This time it'll be a three-wide receiver set out wide to the right. That's uh, Parrott, Hughes, and Will Brown out that way. Bilbrey alone out to the left. Caulfield gesture bowls to his left hip once again in the gun. Talks to his line, maybe wants to change a little bit of the protection, and now claps his hands, turns, hands the ball off to Bowles. Bowles bouncing off his own lineman and then is driven backwards. And I don't think Bowles is okay. He took a hard one there. He's going to get up, but... They're going to send Coleman out there, and for good reason. Bowles might need a minute. He took a lick there from several Dragons uh, that include Bryson Bilberry. Yeah, the hole was there, and he cut right back into that hole. But it, like we, like we talked about earlier, it closed really, really quick, and, and he took a shot right there on that play. I will say, and look, folks, uh, Derwin Wright made it very clear that they respect the ability to throw the ball by Brody Coffee, but the safeties are only about 10 yards off the football. Everybody is up. Everybody is looking uh, to get downhill quickly. They're going to send Coleman out into the flat instead, thrown across the middle, intercepted because Carson Parrott fell over. Coffee had a timing route there set up with Parrott on a comeback. Parrott slipped, and it's intercepted by Miles Lefew. Tough break. There was a hole right there for... Uh, for Carson, and he just slipped down, and the ball went right over his head, right into Miles' hands. And you hate to see that. That's the second time this season we've seen a timing route like that where it's perfectly open, it's the right read by Coffee. a wide receiver just fell down. Yeah, tough break right there. Now defense got to step up, get a stop right here. Ball goes now to the Dragon offense, as potent as ever this season. 8.29 to go first quarter, and left you the man who got the interception in at quarterback, immediately takes a quarterback draw and finds the 45, the 40, the 35, and he is to the L.A. 33, we'll call it. Yeah, 15 yards there for Miles LeFew, just took the direct snap. Fake the end around and just right up the middle with that one. We mentioned again the athletes in this ball game. We're going to repeat that a whole lot, folks. But that right there was an athlete being an athlete. I mean, he he went from zero to a hundred 
in the snap of a finger, he was upfield. Miles is a heck of a football player. He's a heck of an athlete. He is tight formation. They bring him in in motion. This time he'll get the handoff. It's Ryland Miller. Miller going to the left. Hurdles a man. Finds the first down in more. 30-25. And inside the 20, right at it actually, a beautiful job to get the edge and then make a couple guys miss by Ryland Miller. That's going to be another key for Livingston Academy. Our defensive ends have to set that edge and make these make these. They they're running a kind of a tight end sweep, uh, slot receiver sweep every time, or send him in motion at least. You got to make them cut up and let your linebackers make the play. Defense is going to shift all kinds of around. Now they'll bring the man in motion, fake it this time. Left you keeps it going to his left, and he's driven backwards. Ball Bumble. on the field, picked up by a lineman for York, but the ball was on the dirt. Recovered by Michael Wall, and that will be a negative play for the York offense, and certainly you talked about it. If you can force York to make mistakes, that's where you can start to find your advantages in this game. Well, and that's just like we just said. Uh, defensive end on that side made him cut up. That was uh, that was John Geist on that side made him cut up in the middle. Linebacker come in, made a good hit on the football. Fumbled it, unfortunately, for York picked it up. Second and 14, 7.15 to go, first quarter. A man in motion again, and he will not get the handoff. A beautiful fake by Lefkew, and he just falls over at the 20. And that is another break for Livingston Academy because he, a beautiful fake to Ryland Miller, and then immediately and quickly upfield. Luckily, he got caught under, I don't know if it was his own two feet or his offensive lineman's two feet, but Lefkew will go down after a gain of just four. Big third down right here. Levison Academy could get a stop. It's probably looking at probably at it. Watch their field goal kicker kick down here earlier. Not the best leg, but they're obviously in field goal range, but probably two down territory for York. Left you in the gun. 6.36 to go. Brings a man in motion, and that man will go for a – oh, it's going to be a pass. Intercepted by Jake Hughes. Hughes still in bounds. Avoids one man at the 15, the 20, to the 25. Pushed out of bounds, and the trick play won't work. Lefty hands off to Aiden Sweat Thomas, the all-around athlete here for York, who tried to throw the ball down. Hughes cut it off, made the interception, and now Livingston Academy, after giving the ball back on an INT, gets it back on an INT. Great job there by Jake. I was watching him. Receivers took off just on a nine route. Jake was watching the eyes of the the, the kid. Sweat that they, Thomas. Uh, Thomas and. Jake just read that the whole way and just stepped right in front of that pass. Great job there by Jake. So both teams showing a little defensive prowess in a game in which we thought we'd have a lot of offense. 6.24 to go first quarter. It's first and 10. Ball at their own 23 for the Wildcat offense in the first quarter. Got a penalty also. penalty there after the play, and it's a biggie, a 15-yarder there. York going to beat themselves a little bit here and give – uh, Livingston Academy, even better field position. It goes from their own 23 to their own 38. Trey Coleman in at tailback. Coleman on the left hip of Coffee. Coffee takes the shotgun snap, hands off Coleman. Coleman stays low and dives forward to the 40. That's a gain of uh, two. Good job there by Coleman to just stay low and find positive yards when we all saw that hole close extremely quickly. Yeah, like I said earlier, the, the line is, is opening up a hole, but these quick linebackers for York, they're, they're filling that off really fast, and there's just no, no running lanes right now. Can I have a tight end in the game? Gage Hoffman on the left side of the line. 
Bilbrey all alone out here to the left. Hughes and Parrott out to the right. Coffey takes the shotgun snap. He's going to go direct run out to the left. Gets a blocker from Coleman, but these linebackers come downhill way too quickly. Wrapped up and tackled by Miles Lefew and Tanner Talent. What a job there to get downhill by the York defense. Coffey had nowhere to go even with the lead blocker. Yeah, it looked like he had a, a lane, but like I said, they, they, they shut that down real quick. 5.20 to go, first quarter. It's third and nine from their own 39-yard line after the loss of one by Coffee. Clock will be under 5.10 before the snap. Coffee in the gun, puts Coleman on his left hip. This time has two wide receivers out to his left. He's going to look to throw into the flag to Coleman. No, no, it's a tight end screen. Gage Hoffman, what a beautiful job by Hoffman to fight forward past the 40, past the 45, nearly to the 50. He gets officially taken down at the 48, and it'll be fourth and one, and we'll see if Livingston decides to go for they it may, again. They may measure this one also. It's awful close. And they are going to measure this one as well. Hoffman getting eerily close again. So that's twice now that uh, Livingston Academy has found a way on a third and, and semi-lengthy to get maybe just enough yardage. Came up about six inches short last time, ended up converting easily on fourth down. And now let's see, looks like it's going to do it again. Another about four to six inches short. And now the question becomes, not only do you go for it, David, but what play do you go with anticipating York's going to look for your quarterback coffee to get under center again? I, I still go with the quarterback snake. Quarterback snake right up the middle. Trust your offensive line to just give you four or five inches right there and Brody to fall forward. You know, it's a great play call right there by Livingston Academy because last two third downs, York sent the house, sent the blitz, both linebackers coming. So let them come on through, throw the little screen pass right over the top of them. We was one block away from, and from Kaufman having a huge gain on that one. 4.40 to go as the clock continues to roll here in the first quarter. It's fourth and one from their own 48. They'll come out in the gun. Coleman initially ran out there. Bowles is already on the field, so Coleman will quickly get off. Daniel Bilbrey alone out to the left. Coleman, or excuse me, Bowles gestures to the right hip of Coffey. He's got two wide receivers out wide to his right as well. Still in the gun, and now a timeout. Play clock was down. We're down to one. Play clock was down, so Livingston Academy will call the timeout. It's all knotted up at zero apiece still between the Wildcats and the Dragons with 4.17 to go in the first quarter. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Back here at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium where Livingston Academy faces their second fourth down in the ball game. They converted on their first one, which was about fourth and six inches. It's fourth and about six or eight inches again. Jumbo Force, package. Jumbo right package now in as Bowles will be in the game with Coffee in the backfield. Coffee will take the shotgun snap, hands off Bowles. Bowles cutting over to the right, and he'll find the hole and find the first down right to the 50-yard line. 
Wasn't a great big hole there, but uh, good job by the Lynx Academy offensive line. Just give them enough to, to pick up that first down right there. And Bowles runs hard. If he, He's, he's kind of like what we've seen in Travis County. When he gets hit, he's going to fall forward. Now waiting to send a couple guys out, and it doesn't look like they will. They're going to leave this jumbo package on the field. 3.58 to go in the first quarter. Maybe Madden Hauser seeing something he likes, just having all the hog mollies out there. Coffee in the gun and Bowles directly behind him. Now gestures to the left hip. Ball at the 50, first and 10. Hand off again to Bowles, and Bowles won't break a tackle, but will fall forward for a gain of two. And now they'll send the skills back out there. Here come Will Brown, Jake Hughes, Daniel Bilbury. Replace a couple of these uh, extra linemen. 325 to go, first quarter. It'll be second and nine from the uh, York 20 or 49-yard line. First time that uh, Livingston Academy has found themselves in enemy territory offensively tonight. Two wide receivers in Hughes and Brown out to the right. Stand up, throw it to Jake. Bilberry right here as Jake comes in motion behind the quarterback, fakes the handoff, looking for the pitch. Instead, Coffee spin cycle and somehow finds his way to the 46 for a gain of three. I like that formation right there. Jake Hughes in the slot. The safety was 15, 18 yards off of him. I think you can just stand up and throw it to him right there and let him have one-on-one. But they brought him in motion, so I took that out. Little option look. It's the first time we've seen that too. Yeah, have the ability to pitch. Instead, fakes the pitch and cuts up field. Does coffee. Third and six. Two and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. Here's coffee. Shotgun snap with Bowles on his left hip. Drops back, looking. Has to throw into the flat and finds a man. It's Bowles on the screen and Bowles will not come close to the first down, but will get a gain of another about three or four yards. And that'll make it third or fourth and about two. Third or fourth, excuse me, fourth and two for the L.A. offense. Will they go for it? They're going to send a couple extra guys out there. They're sending the punt team out. Is that the punt? It is. There comes Dylan Watson. I hadn't seen Watson yet, so I wasn't sure. Now it will be the punt team on the field for L.A. So 150 to go in the first quarter, and Livingston Academy deciding it's better to punt than Give the ball back to this offense at their own 43-yard line. Probably a little fail position here. Watson will take the snap. Good snap. Gets it off just barely. It sails all the way back to the 5. Takes a bounce and is fielded at the 10 by Braden Story. And York will have to begin this offensive drive at their own 10-yard line with just 128 to go in the first quarter. Playing the field position game here, uh, David Ledbetter, and it may just work out. What I do know is a wrap-up of this game and all the Friday night action will be tomorrow at 9 a.m. Live from Chick-fil-A, it's the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, live on Rock 93.7. Tight, tight formation here for York. Not just a jumbo package, but everybody uh, squished in as they're just going to hand it off on a kind of a speedy out there to the... uh, running wide receiver Logan Pinnell who lined up in the backfield and Pinnell just sprints out to the left and gains about four or five. Yeah, good. They Kind of a quick snap there. Livingston was still trying to get lined up and they just kind of a quick snap got out on the edge. 
Clock will be under a minute before the snap. Second and five on their own 16. And a similar formation. Everybody just kind of bunched up. Direct snap to Pinnell. And this time, the L.A. defense led by Gage Hoffman on the tackle was ready and waiting. Yep, same play. Usually you see York, they spread it out. They've got athletes at wide receiver. But right now they've got uh, two tight ends in, two fullbacks, a tailback, and they're just trying to run it right down our throat. Trying to get out of the shadow of their own end zone. They run a couple guys off and a couple guys on. They put the big man out there, Will Beatty, the very uh, tall and and lanky wide receiver. Kind of tight end combination is out there, but they're just going to direct snap to Pinnell again. Or is that left you? Left you might have been on that one. They get to the the 20, so they are short of the first down. It's a gain of about four, maybe three and a half. And it'll be a decision now for York in the shadow of their own end zone. Fourth and two, and they'll have the quarter break to think about it. Into the first quarter. And, folks, in a game we thought we'd have a ton of offense. It's 0-0, scoreless here at the end of the first quarter. It's fourth and one when we come back for York on their own 19. Wildcat 0, Dragon 0 on WLIV. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it. Just know that it can be fixed at Maynard Collision Center. They give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare, a family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. The Livingston Regional Game of the Week, 101.9 AM 920. Fourth and inches for the York offense as they get set to go for it here in what their version of a jumbo package. Couple tight ends, couple fullbacks. In the shotgun, takes the direct snap, does left you, and he gets the first down and a whole heck of a lot more. Burst through the hole. And Lefty will be taken down at the 29-yard line. I'm not sure anybody could have stopped Miles Lefty on that run. If it hadn't been for Carson Parrott, he might be going to the house. Yeah, they're still they're going on a quick snap. As soon as their lineman gets set, they're snapping the the football. And Levingston still kind of adjusting their defense, swapping sides with their ends. They got to get it quick because they're snapping the ball fast. 11.40, first and 10 now from their own 29, and again the quick snap, and this time it's Pinnell who just sprints out to the right, has all the blockers, gets the first down, and runs out of bounds. And a late hit now by Livingston Academy, we will assume, as the flags come flying in after Pinnell left the field to play. That's kind of a uh, – he's out of bounds, and our guy just put his hand out. Uh, he didn't fall down or anything, but they did call the flag on that. Livingston Academy may be aiding the York offense just a little bit here. We get the call from the white hat on the field. It is what we thought, a personal foul, late hit for Livingston Academy, and that will take the ball across the 50 to the L.A. 45-yard line. 
dumb, dumb penalty. He's already out of bounds. Just, just let it go. Let it go. 11.28 to go, first half. It's first and 10 now for the York offense, who remains in this very tight, bunched-up formation. Quick snap, and again, uh, they try to fake it. Looked like Pinnell kind of faked that it went over his head, and you takes the snap and just dives forward on more of a halfback dive than a quarterback dive and gains five. Yeah, it looks like one of them old fake punt things where it looks like the, the punter jumps up like the ball went over his head. That's what the, that's what the tailback did, and LaFue had the snap. 11 minutes to go, first half. Ball now on the 41-yard line of Livingston Academy, second and six. And again, this tight formation as everybody's squatting down. There is really no quarterback standing upright. It doesn't find a quarterback or a tailback. Instead, the kind of direct snap handoff to Ryland Miller, who came from the tight end position left to right and picks up a first down. I got LaFue and uh, Pinnell in the tailback quarterback, but they are hunkered down. I don't know if our defensive line could even see them back there. behind. They're only like two yards off the ball, so the ball could be snapped to either one of it. Our defensive line really can't see which one it's snapped to. Ten and a half minutes to go. Under now as first and ten from the L.A. 32 for the bunched-up York uh, Dragons. A direct snap to Lefue. And again, he's going to get 10, 12, and maybe 15 yards as a direct snap. Quick one, and he just fires forward. And he's through the hole before anybody can really even get out of their stance. Yeah, he's, he's very quick, and he's on our linebackers before our defensive line could even, like you said, even really get out of our stance. 10-10 to go in the first half. First and 10 now from the Livingston 17. And, and the Wildcats have got to find something here, make an adjustment defensively on the fly because this formation is just paying dividends for the Dragons as they're getting 8, 10, and 12 yards a clip. Snap back. This time it's Pinnell who takes it and then holding. hands off. And we've got holding on that right side. It's actually Lake Drake who took the snap and handed off to Ryland Miller on that tight end end around. But a hold over there on the right side, and that maybe is going to be enough to give this Livingston defense just a little bit of momentum and ability to force York back into something that, honestly, I never thought I would say that I want the Dragons to spread out. But Well, Miles can throw the football really well also. Uh, we've seen that hold from up here. It was pretty obvious. I don't know. I think it's at the spot of the foul, so it's just going to be about a – uh, about a, what, a seven-yard penalty there? Sounds about right. Ball goes back to the L.A. 25. So the York offense first in uh, 20, we'll say, from the 25, I believe, because it looks like uh, about 18 maybe. Yeah, something like that. I'm looking at that second down marker sitting around the seven-yard line. Either way, tight formation again. The snap this time, it is again to Lake Drake. Drake trying to get the holding. left edge, and oh, we got man. holding again. Yep. Yeah, uh, John Geis, yeah, Geis was tackled. They, did, they didn't hold him. They tackled him right out here, and he was fixing to make a tackle on the ball carry for a loss. So. It's always really easy to tell you got held when a defensive lineman's uh, pad has come out of his uniform. Yeah, his shoulder pads are outside his jersey on that sleeve. So, yeah, that's a pretty easy call right there. And it happened right in front of the, the, the white hat and the side judge right there. It's an easy call. So ball backs up another 10 yards because the foul was right at the original line of scrimmage. So York back-to-back holding calls, and they've gone from right on the cusp of getting into the end zone to now what they're calling first and 28. I'm going to call that first and I-40. 
And they are sitting at the L.A. 35-yard line. Sticking to this tight formation. And the snap back. Lefty is actually going to look for a pass this time. Drops back. Rolls out to his right. Has plenty of space. Some L.A. coaches and players wanted to block in the back here at around the 37 or 38-yard line. Instead, Lefty, no call. Sprints out, rolling out, and then just takes off and finds... Uh, at what at least you got to think 15 of the 28 they needed yeah they got they got 15 but he got he got held there by another it looked like gage hoffman hoffman got held over there on the side which kind of aided that run no call on that good run there but miles just uh he was going to throw it but just scrambled second and 12 for the dragon offense under nine minutes to go now in the second quarter ball on the la 19 and the formation just keeps switching sides they just send the they overload either the left or the right, depending on which side's the short side of the field. So this time, overload to the right. Play clock's down to five. Lefty trying to make some adjustments. I'm not sure they're going to get this snap off. They do. Lefty just takes it direct snap and, again, dives forward for a gain of about six. That looked like the huge right at one when they snapped the ball there. They had a lineman that was out of lined up wrong, but thought they was going to take a timeout there. Sets up a big third down here for Livingston. Third and seven from the L.A. 14-yard line. Closer to the 15, actually, as the ball is spotted. So third and seven from the 15 of L.A. for the York offense. Eight and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. And the game is still scoreless here, folks. Bunch formation again, overloaded to the right. Lefty takes a direct snap and hands off Ryland Miller. Miller might have some blockers. He's heading for the left side. And no holding call yet again as Miller is ran out of bounds at the four. And that will be a first down, I believe, for the York offense. It is. Yeah, tough. We just can't, can't contain the outside there on this side. I, I believe that was Gage Hoffman. Just kind of got sucked in there on this side. And they had wide open on the outside there. Makes it first and goal. Look, folks, you can call holding on every play. We're not unaware of that. But it certainly feels like York is just kind of living on the hold this drive. Well, they've got like six offensive linemen in there, two tight ends. I mean, they're just playing this bunch formation. Uh, Ryland Miller coming up a bit gimpy, still on the field uh, and able to move. It won't matter, though. Lefty is just going to take it on the direct snap over to the left. And that is going to be the first touchdown of the ball game for either side. 8.05 to go, second quarter. And the Dragons find the end zone to make it 6 nothing, pending the extra point. Yeah, they started, started at their own 10, 90 yards there on that drive. And had them backed up first and 27. You know, if you can get, get them into like second and 25, you know, make them try to throw the ball, maybe make a mistake. But uh, picked up a big first down run with 15 yards Jorge Soto in the oh bad snap a bad snap there on the extra point and Soto is just obliterated by Gage Hoffman 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 was on him like white on rice and so the extra point no good and that might be a bit of life for the LA offense if they can make a score happen in the next eight minutes it's 8.05 to go in the first half Dragons lead 6-0 here on the campus of Livingston Academy 
When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Tom Davis Memorial Stadium. We return to the campus of Livingston Academy where the Dragons of York have just put a touchdown on the board to lead 6-0 over the Wildcats at their home stadium. 8.05 to go in the first half. And Livingston Academy will receive the ball with Daniel Bilberry and Jake Hughes back to receive it. And they stand at around their own 15. I can see Daniel get an opportunity. Jake, either one, Jake took the last kickoff for about 20 yards. Good return. I can see Daniel get a shot at it. Here's Jorge Soto. He did a good job on the opening kickoff to put it in the hands of Jake Hughes. Hughes made a couple moves, and he'll again kick it over to Hughes. Fielded at the 15, at the 20, 25 before he finds contact and can't break a tackle. But they will give him some forward progress to the 26, it seems. So the Wildcats will begin their drive at their own 26-yard line with just one second under eight minutes to go. A tick under at 7.59. Big drive right here. Big, big drive right here. Answer with points. They score, you can come down and score right here. Give yourself some confidence. Adam Richards being checked out here on the sideline, so he will not be uh, in on the play, at least initially, for the offensive line. Coffee in the game has Coleman directly behind him. Two wide receivers wide to either side. Now gestures Coleman to his right hip. Shotgun snap, hands off Coleman. Coleman avoids the would-be first tackler, but can't avoid the next two as he is brought down by Blake Voles and Lake Drake. A gain of, well, actually a loss of one. Yeah, linebacker shot right in the gap right there. Kind of a delayed blitz by the by the linebacker there. And, just hit Trey in the backfield. 7.33 to go, second quarter, second and 11 from their own 25. Formation the same. Two receivers to either side. It's Will Brown and Caden Weitzel to the right as Coleman is gestured to that right hip of Coffee. This time he's dropping back, looking for Weitzel. No, he was looking for Hughes out there on the edge. I thought initially that he overthrew Caden. He was looking for Jake Hughes and shorted it a bit. No, that's Will Brown on this or, or side. Will there. Brown, excuse yeah. me. Lucky that, luckily that right there wasn't picked off by Aiden Sweat Thomas there. So he made a good read on the ball and got a fingertip on it. If he hadn't cut his fingernails this morning. 7-13 to go in the second quarter. Third and 11 now for the L.A. offense from their own 25 and Look, the drive itself is critical, but it feels as if this third down is even more critical. You've got to at least find a way to get a first down or two. Let your defense kind of figure some things out. Coffee takes the shotgun snap. Looking across the middle, flushed out of the pocket, rolling to his left. Just has to load up and throw, and he overthrows everybody. It's over the head of Miles Lefew. The man in the area was Daniel Bilberry or Jake Hughes, both over there. But it is a just kind of a... A prayer thrown up and luckily sails out of bounds 
And the punt team will have to come on for the Wildcats. Not a good drive right there. You start off first first play, minus one yard, then you have two incomplete passes. Not a good drive. You got Like we said earlier, you got to get positive yards on first down every drive. 7.04 to go in the first half, fourth and 11, so the Wildcats will punt from their own 25. Coffee's waving whites along. Clock, play clock, that is, down to nine seconds. Snap will get back to Watson. He'll get it off as they brought a jailhouse to try to block it. Fielded at the 45 and immediately brought down at the 47 is Will Beatty. And credit several Wildcats for getting down there. Looked like the first one was Braden's story. Yeah, good hit right there by Braden. I thought he might fumble that football. Braden hit, hit him right on the football, but he held on to it. York will come back out for their offensive drive, their third on the ball game. They lead 6-0 with 6.57 to go in the first half. It'll be first and 10 from their own 47. And, I mean, true true to form here, folks. Why go away from if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They're going to line up in that extremely tight formation. It looks like they're going to force Will Beatty off the field, maybe an equipment issue there. So Cole Brannon will have to run on for him. And now they'll blow the whistle to rebegin the play clock. Lefew and uh, Logan Pinnell both squatting down there in the backfield. It's Pinnell who gets the direct snap, and he is quickly bottled up, and flags fly in everywhere as Pinnell loses his helmet. Well, we got. A, I didn't see what the flag was. It may have holding right there. I hope it's holding because it very well could be a face mask the way Pinnell loses his helmet. Got back to the original line of scrimmage, so... Second and ten if the play stands. Let's see what the call is here. They seem to be having a conversation with York on their sideline, so not sure if that means good or bad. It's a face mask on L.A. So that may be why his helmet was off. That's probably exactly why his helmet came off. So mark off the yardage. That'll take us from first and ten at the uh, York 47 to first and ten at the L.A. 40. 37. Yep. Had him. There we go. Yep. No gain on the play. You make, your defense comes up with a good good stop right there on first down, keeps them behind the chains, and it's a dumb penalty. Dumb penalty. We've seen it all year. 6.40 to go. First half. First and 10 now from the LA 37. Dragons leading 6 nothing, sticking to this kind of funky uh, formation. Lefty takes a snap. He's got a man deep. Hughes tried to run under it, and no cigar. As Lefew overthrew his intended target, Cole Brannon. Yeah, Jake Hughes was the closest receiver in for that play. Uh, good coverage there on the backside by Lewis Academy. Davis. First pass of the game by York. That's kind of shocking to me, but hey, they 90 yards, nothing but run last drive. So if it, ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Ain't broke, don't fix it. But I did not realize that was their first pass on the ball game. So that is a first pass attempt, we should say, on the ball game. Uh, and so that is a, that is an interesting stat. 6.27 to go in the first half is when we saw it. The bunched formation and jumping is the wide receiver Cole Brannon for York Institute. He moved before the snap. There's no doubt about it. Ball start will back York up five yards. And that's what you like to see. Force an incomplete pass on first down. He jumps, makes it second and 15 for this Dragons offense from uh, the L.A. 42. Yeah, I'm not uh, not Tony Romo here where he calls the plays, but 
Wouldn't be surprised if York didn't do anything but run it right here and see if they can get seven, eight yards. It's worked for them all night. So if Livingston Academy can get them to third and, say, 12, 13 yards right here, be be big for this defense. Overloaded to the right side. Lefew takes the direct snap, fakes the handoff. He's looking to pass, and he's going to be sacked. No, Did he, he intercept that? Away. We've got a flag as well. Interception. Okay. Interception. okay. So hold on. Here we go. we got to break it down. Quarterback Miles Lefew was being brought down by what looked like, I believe, John Geist. He somehow got that off. I believe it was Seth Smith who was out there in the flat in coverage who may have come up with the interception. They're going to deem it incomplete. No, it's uh, no, an illegal, illegal man downfield, so they find the penalty. Interception. Okay. So an illegal man downfield, it was a legal interception by, again, I believe it was Seth Smith. Seth Smith on the pick. On there. the pick there. And that that is a big break here for the L.A. offense. For the Wildcats in general, to be we, fair. We had, him, we had him sacked, and he somehow managed to throw it, but uh, Seth just stepped right in front of the receiver there for pick, the interception. 5.55 to go in the first half, first and 10, and now get you, points. you have get to points. get points off a turnover. Got to take advantage. In a game like this against a 4-0 and team like the Dragons, Coffee will take the shotgun snap, fakes the handoff to Bowles, throws out to Weitzel. Weitzel somehow avoids the first tackler. He's not going to avoid Miles you though. And he's going to be brought down back at the 35. And you can see uh, assistant coach Mark Hauser down here just getting all over him about just get to the edge. Just get upfield. Just, just get upfield. Quit dancing. Just turn upfield. Loss of two right there. You know, I like the play call. Uh, kind of going to set. That's one of them play calls where you're going to set York up. You're going to throw this little flat, little flat, little flat. Then, boom, you're going to fake it and try to get Daniel Bilbrey or Will Brown long. Two wide receivers to either side, Coffee in the gun, and puts Bowles now on his left hip. Second and 12, throws Bowles out into the flat on the left side, looks for him, now throws, nice finds throw. Hughes. Beautiful drop, beautiful job to drop that between the linebackers and the safeties by Coffee there, and Hughes, a good job to turn up field and uh, find the first down. I wasn't sure if he got there, but he did. Yep, good throw right there by Brody, perfect, just Dropped it right in over the linebacker to Jake. Jake actually got stopped there for about two yards in front of the first down, but fought his way up to get the first down. Huge first down there by Livingston. Yards after catch, a big deal in a game like this. 5.04 to go, first half. First and 10 now for the L.A. offense from their own 49. Wildcats trail the Dragons 6-0. They're driving left to right on your radio dial. Here's Coffee going to bring Hughes in motion. Fakes the handoff. Throws over to Bilbury, and Bilbury can't avoid the – no, he does avoid the first tackler, but gave him – left you enough time to come in and clean it up. So it was actually Logan Pinnell who initially wrapped him up. He broke that tackle, but Miles Lefew came at, came in and cleaned it up quite nicely. Yeah, Lefew come from about 30 yards away from his safety position. Daniel, they held Daniel up just long enough. He, he broke the tackle, but by the time he got loose, there was uh, Miles Lefew. So second and 11 from their own 47 now for the L.A. offense. Four, under four and a half to go in the second quarter. They trail 6 nothing. Parrott and Brown out to the right. It's Hughes and Bilbrey out to the left. They send Bowles into the flat. He'll make the catch and immediately gets upfield and finds about seven yards. Good play right there. Puts you in third and manageable. It's going to be third and about four right here. 
and that's what we were talking about a moment ago. When you make that catch, you got to in a game like this, you got to turn and get upfield. Well, they say he stepped out of bounds, so it's going to be about third and six. Third and six. They are on the York side of the 50. Ball at the York 48, third and six, 4-12 to go, second quarter. Coffee in the gun. Sends Bulls again out to the left side in the flat. That's his safety route. Instead, he's dropping back. He's under pressure. Rolls out. Throws. Got Bilbrey who went up to get it at the 40. It's a first down. Great catch right there by Bilbrey. Great catch. He went high in the air to get that one. And let's give the man who's only played football this year some credit. That's a that's a tough catch for a guy who's played football all day, all day every day, his entire life. Yeah, that's uh, that was a great catch. Brody kind of eluded a little pressure right there and just threw it. I seen Daniel open up late and just threw it on the run, but kind of threw it high, but Daniel went up to get that one. Great catch there. Big first down by Livingston. Wildcats building a little momentum. 3.40 to go first half. First and 10 from the York 41. They trail 6-0. Bulls gestured and motioned to the left hip of Coffee. Two wide receivers to either side. Coffee shotgun snap, hands off Bowles. He gets past the first couple blockers and tacklers and finds himself at the 45. A great job. The arm tackles, not enough on Jackson Bowles. Yeah, a good draw, right? A good call right there. Defensive ends for York are just sprinting upfield right now, and our tackles on either side are just letting them go upfield, kind of pushing them out of the play. A little draw play there to Bowles. He picked up six yards. 3.05 to go. It'll be under three minutes before the Wildcats snap the football. Second and four for the Wildcat offense at the York 35. And at this point, trailing 6-0, I'm starting to think, unless I see some a big play just open up, take the rest of this quarter and get points. They send Bowles out to the right side in the flat. Looking across the middle comes Carson Parrott, nearly picked off by Cole Brannon. And I don't want to say ill-advised by Coffee there. I don't know if he uh, saw the... The cornerback dropping or the safety there dropping down. Had Parrott on the on the uh, on the little slant there, but it's a deep slant, but about a second too late on that throw right there by Brody. If he threw out a second sooner, that'd have been a, a big play for Livingston. Yeah, had well, against an against a defense with this much athleticism, you almost have to anticipate those throws. You can't wait for a guy to get open. You got to throw him open. Yeah, you got to throw your receivers open right there against these. Talented, speedy secondary for York. Bowles on the left hip of Coffee again. Coffee shotgun snap, dropping back. Two wide receivers out. Instead throws the screen pass to Bowles. Ball on the dirt. Did Bowles recover it? I'm not sure. York's gesturing. They got it, and they did. Hold on. Nobody has made an official signal. York came out of the pile with it. York came out I of the pile with it. They want to call an incomplete, they pass, call an incomplete right pass. Livingston Academy's coaches want incomplete. He did, he did turn upfield, but he did not take more than about a step or two. Oh, they called it they are going to gesture complete pass fumble, and York gets the football back. It's one of them It's kind of in between right there because he caught it, turned, not necessarily make a football move, but as soon as he turned, the ball was stripped out. So it's kind of one of them It's in between. You're at Livingston Academy. You should get that call, but we didn't on this one. First and ten again for the York offense. Two and a half minutes to go. First half, they'll have the ball at their own 31. They lead 6-0, going back to a little more traditional formation, and they'll get a man in, um, I believe that's uh, Ryland Miller. Yes, Miller coming on a kind of a jet sweep from the tight end position left to right, and he'll pick up 15. Yeah, didn't contain the edge on that side over there. That 
York, they can get to the edge. If we can get them to cut it up, our linebackers can make the play, but we got to set the edge on the defense. 2.24 to go first half. First Need to get 10. a stop here. Got to get a stop right here before halftime. First and 10 for the York offense at their own 46. They lead 6 nothing with under 2.5 to go in the first half. Miles left, U takes the snap, rolls out to his left, throws deep, couple wildcats back there, and he overthrows everybody. His intended target, Bryson Bilberry included. Good job there by, look like Jake Hughes and Daniel Bilberry back there. Both of them had the receiver blanketed. Miles just overthrew it. That's what we're talking about. If you can get them in second, third long, that's only their third attempt tonight, passing the ball. He's 0 for 3 with one interception. So, Keep them in third and second long, third and long. Make them throw the football. Miles, Le- Miles left. You will stand upright. 2.15 to go in the second quarter. Stands in. Shotgun snap. Fakes the hand off to Pinnell. Holding. Spin move and rolls out again. Throws back across his body. Finds Pinnell wide open. He avoids Parrott, and he's off to the races. 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown, no laundry. Uh, we got a late hit there by Jake Hughes. And a late hit maybe by Jake Hughes, but no laundry in the backfield. And that is the exact thing that you can't have if you're the L.A. Wildcats. They've set it up all night, all day. Tight formation, bringing you in, drawing you in, drawing you in and then left you back across the field, across his body, nobody within 10 yards of Logan Pinnell. And Carson Parrott, the only man who could have made the tackle, just dove at his legs. Pinnell back jukes, and he's in the end zone. Yeah, they keep keep rolling miles out this way, and they just snuck the back out, backside there, and the safeties didn't, safety and corner on that side didn't see him coming, and it was wide open. It looks like they're actually going to – oh, no, it is a – they are calling it – wait, is it a touchdown? Yeah, it is a touchdown. Okay. I was like, I couldn't tell. They're going to go for two right they here. Were, they are going to go for two after missing the extra point. 2.03 to go, first half. York will line up to go for the two-point conversion. White Hat uh, having a little conversation here with everybody. They're going to call that on Livingston Academy. They'll enforce the personal foul. And now a timeout by York. Yes. Timeout York Institute with 2.03 to go in the second quarter. They lead 12-0 pending the extra point or two-point conversion. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Two oh three to go in the second quarter. We do want to make a quick correction. Miles left you now one for four with two interceptions and a touchdown. Jake Hughes had one. Seth Smith had one. Wanted to make that quick correction, but unfortunately now those two ints feel a little less uh, important. David left better after the touchdown pass for left you. It's interesting right here. They took the penalty on the two point try instead of taking it fifteen yards on the kickoff. 
See if they, they do go for two. Lefew takes it and dives forward into the end zone. They'll pick up the two-point conversion and make it 14-0. Dragons lead the Wildcats with 2.03 to go in the first half. The Livingston Wildcats. From 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game sponsored by 1806 Barbecue. Be ready to leave with a full belly. 1806 Barbecue. On the square of downtown Livingston. Come by for lunch or dinner. By Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to stress-free collision repair. Maynard welcomes all insurance claims and no appointment is necessary. East Main. By One Bank. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Back here, and it is time for York to kick it off after making it 14-0 with 2.03 to go. Here's Soto. He'll boot it short. Looks like it's going to be Carson Parrott at the 25 who muffs it and then just sits down on it. No reason to risk giving the ball back to what has been a semi-explosive offense here tonight for the Dragons. So what do you do here if you're Livingston Academy, Coach Battenhauser? Two minutes to go, you got two timeouts, you know, got this quick secondary for for york do you uh do you try to throw the ball down the field and try to get some points because york gets the ball coming out of half so you know it's huge right here to try to get some points at least a field goal get in dylan watson's field in, in, in his range try to get some points a little bit of momentum going into the half bill brian hughes will go to the short side of the field out wide left it's will brown all alone very wide near the numbers on the right Low shotgun snap and immediately taken down is the running back, Jackson Bowles, I believe. No, Trey Coleman on that one. Coleman, the man, back there with coffee, and the low snap caused that handoff to be delayed just long enough. Yeah, that lineman going up to get linebackers right there. Looks like the tight end released, and the defensive end with the low snap had plenty of time to get back there and make that tackle for a three-yard loss. Clock will tick under a minute and a half to go in the first half. It'll be second and 13 for the L.A. offense from their own 21. They trail 14-0 to York here near the half. Coffee in the gun sends Hughes and Brown out to the right side. Bilbrey alone out on the left. Coffee shotgun snap, fakes the handoff, steps up in the pocket, now just runs. Didn't like any of what he saw, so he'll run. He finds the first down marker and then jumps out of bounds. Good run there by Brody. Defensive end, number 70 right there, Michael Wall. Good job getting pressure. Brody just kind of eluded that tackle, and it was kind of wide open on that side of the field as both receivers just took off on a nine route there. Good job by Brody getting, getting out of that and picking up the first down. Coffee in the gun again with Coleman directly behind him. Same formation, Bilbrey wide alone out to the short side left. Brown and Ca- uh, Brown and Hughes out here to the right. Coffee again in the gun. This time steps back, 
Traditional pass, and he avoids a couple would-be guys again. Now he's got to try to pick up some blockers and can't get anything. And some late action there from York and Joseph Linder, but they bring coffee down nonetheless. And going to have a timeout, it seems, called here. And I believe, is it called by York trying to save clock, or was it Livingston Academy? I Livingston called a timeout right here. Either way, it is a timeout on the field. 48 and a half seconds to go in the first half. Wildcats trail the Dragons 14-0. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Livingston Academy Football, presented by Livingston Regional Hospital from Livingston's own 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, Livingston. Brody Coffee in the gun, going to put some men in motion and then take the shotgun snap. Hands off Coleman. Coleman is brought down in the backfield by Michael Wall. Wall just blew that play up before it ever really got going. And I believe we're going to have York called a timeout another there. timeout this time by York. Everybody's going to stay on the – no? Okay, yeah, now we're going to send everybody off. All right, 44.2 seconds to go. Second quarter, it's third and 12 from their own 33 for the L.A. offense. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Big-time third down here for the L.A. offense. Coffee will take the shotgun snap. Rolling out, it's just going to be a run out with blockers to the left. And Wall again blows Coffee up. And what a job by Michael Wall here on this drive. He has been a dominating force. I believe he made all three tackles right there. And all of them for a loss. So it is fourth and 17, uh, but the game clock won't line up. The play clock, that is, uh, will be ahead of the game clock, so no play, no punt will be had to have. 15 seconds go, ticking down, play clock's at 23, so we'll head to the half. Livingston Academy trails York Institute 14-0 at the half here on the campus of Livingston Academy at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium. The Livingston Wildcats. From 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game sponsored by... 1806 Barbecue. Be ready to leave with a full belly. 
1806 Barbecue on the square of downtown Livingston. Come by for lunch or dinner by Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair. Maynard welcomes all insurance claims and no appointment is necessary. East Main, buy one bank, the Wildcats Bank. 120 years plus of helping local neighbors reach their financial goals. One bank can help you. Member FDIC. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. This is Emily Gibson, your local Twin Lakes Security Sales Consultant. Mark your calendars. You're invited to the Twin Lakes Annual Meeting of Members on October 7th at 2 p.m. Join us at Jackson County Middle School as we recap the past year and prepare for the next. Registration runs from noon to 2 p.m. and don't forget to bring your ID. There will be great door prizes and gifts. You will not want to miss this event. You may learn more at TwinLakes.net or by calling 800-644-8582. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at NelsonAesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. The Tier 1 Halftime Report begins now. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Call Tier 1. Back at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium, I am Colin Castleberry here on the Tier 1 Halftime Report on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, live from Tom Davis Memorial. As I said, York leading 14-0 
over Livingston Academy. This is your Livingston Regional Game of the Week, and it continues now. Checking the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard. York got on the board first, but it wasn't until after the first quarter. We got to the end of the first quarter here. It was all tied up, or, or really it was scoreless, the better way to put it, 0-0 zero, zero here between uh, these two teams, the Dragons and the Wildcats. We've had three combined interceptions in the ball game, but the scoring would get started on a 90-yard drive, all running with 8.05 left in the second quarter. York would score and miss the PAT off a bad snap. That made it 6 nothing Dragons. Then... Several drives later, Livingston Academy had a very good and successful drive going. A semi-controversial fumble on what may or may not have been an incomplete pass. Turns over, turnover uh, on the fumble. York picks it up, and a couple plays later, it's Miles Lefew, who had at the time was one for three with two interceptions, trusted his arm. His coaches trusted his ability to throw the ball back across his body, across the field, Finds Logan Pinnell on the opposite side of the field. Ten yards of clearance. Only Carson Parrott could make the tackle. Pinnell able to back juke Parrott and head off to the end zone. It makes it 14-0 after a successful two-point conversion. So interestingly, just 14-0 at the half here, folks, but it has been an exciting first half. Again, three combined interceptions, uh, a 90-yard drive by York, some success by L.A., turnovers, passes uh, very little passing in fact by york at a lot of these times stop by the frontier chevrolet highway 111 between cookville and livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle the second half in minutes this is the tier one halftime report be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions questions just overton county neighbors looking out for your help trust r&m family pharmacy 1970 bradford hicks drive consider them a part of your family because they care checking the first half stats with one bank and we begin with the visitors the york institute dragons it's 120 yards rushing in the first half, that includes a 66-yard uh, – no, they don't have a 66-yard total, total. Oh, total. Sorry. Thank you. Total for Miles Lefew is 66 yards on the day, including a two-yard touchdown. In the Through the air, we've already talked about it. One for four for just 54 yards, a touchdown and two interceptions. Unfortunately, all 54 yards came on a touchdown pass. It's 174 yards total in the first half for York. They did have four penalties for 40 yards and the two interceptions. 
Livingston Academy, just 28 first half rushing yards. That's seven for uh, Jackson Bowles, negative two for Trey Coleman, and 23 for the coffee for the quarterback Brody Coffee, who has been running around for his life. Coffee also seven of 11 for 36 yards and an interception through the air. That's only 64 total yards of offense. Uh, from an offense that we've come to expect a lot from, even in games that they don't necessarily walk away with a victory. The uh, Wildcats have had an interception and a fumble and two penalties for 30 yards. Those two 15-yarders obviously playing a big role in this one, helping York keep some drives alive. One Bank, the one bank for all Livingston Wildcat fans. Stop in One Bank of Livingston and open a new account today. One Bank of Livingston, proud to bring you Wildcat sports. One Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. That's a look at the stats from One Bank. Remember, One Bank for all your financial needs. Inside L.A. uh, with Mr. Johnson, ag teacher and and CTE extraordinaire, we'll call him, uh, here with us. Uh, Mr. Johnson, just kind of off the top, what does it mean to see the the CTE programs uh, getting the grants getting the, this money investment uh, from Overton County and beyond? Well, I've been teaching here uh, 24 years now, and it, it's always good to have, you know, all this extra uh, money to have access for students to do all these hands-on things that we're trying to get them to do for some, you know, career readiness down the road. It, it really enhances our ability to get these students ready to, you know, once they get out of high school. Yeah, we, we talk a lot about, for obvious reasons, the, the going on to college, the, you know, traditional degrees and the traditional routes. But oh, what do you think is the biggest benefit to having CTE programs and having career readiness uh, for a lot of these kids who maybe that's not the path uh, that they're necessarily looking to take or wanting to take? Well, uh, definitely not every student needs to go to college. There are plenty of, of of different careers that they can choose that they will, you know, have very successful uh, lives in by doing an alternate route instead of a four-year college. You know, there's there's all kinds of things at the TCAT over here, and a lot of our classes kind of, uh, you know, get them ready to go to TCAT when they're juniors and seniors. So those two kind of kind of mesh together. And this and this new new uh, grant, this new funding we're getting, and this new uh, labs and buildings that we're going to get uh, really will help us be able to provide those opportunities. Yeah, you mentioned it there, new labs, new buildings, of course, grants and money as well. So what can people over the next year, two years, three years uh, start to expect to see and hear coming out of Livingston Academy in Overton County in terms of uh, CTE programs? Uh, so the, the grant that we're referring to is called the Innovative School Model Grant, and it, it, uh, it will provide several different opportunities at the middle school level and at the high school level. So, for example, at the middle school level, uh, they will they will be provided some project based learning at each middle school uh, to tie into our our high school programs of study uh, to get them you know ready to for these STEM uh, classes and and uh, CTE classes that we we teach here. Uh, they'll also be provided uh, some uh, micro labs is what we're calling them, and it will be some just uh, <clears throat> small you know. Uh, gadgets and just other things that we might use in our classes here at Livingston Academy that can be taken to the middle schools. They can rotate from, say, Allens and Rickman and Hillham, LMS and all those places. 
and rotate around and students will get to see access to, for example, in ag, one of our big classes now is uh, unmanned aerial uh, systems, you know, drones. So we can provide a couple of drones with this grant to be taken to each school and kids can kind of learn how to use those. But that's just one example. There will be plenty of those things uh, for students at middle school level. Mr. Johnson, before we, we let you go here, how important is it to get these programs started at the middle school level, to get these ideas, the thought that there are other things you can do besides the traditional route? How important is that to get into a 7th or an 8th grader's mind versus waiting until they're a freshman or a sophomore in high school? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, you know, when they're exposed to it at younger ages, they get the ideas that, you know, hey, there's there's ag classes, there's you know, family consumer science classes, there's the marketing classes and, you know, computer classes that these students can take that they would not be aware of until they, you know, are maybe maybe informed by a guidance counselor when they're going into high school. But, you know, when they learn about this stuff in sixth, seventh grade, they'll be ready to know this is maybe what I'm interested in, what I want to take. And it'll just help our numbers, too, at the high school. You know, we'll keep, keep the, uh, the classes full and we'll, we'll be able to provide more and more stuff to these students. CTE and Ag teacher Mr. Johnson here at Livingston Academy inside L.A. I'm Colin Castleberry at halftime of this game between York Institute and Livingston Academy, the Wildcats. Halftime coverage continues. Powered by Tier 1. Every team loves to win. And the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston. Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. I'm Peyton Garrett, physical therapist at the Physical Medicine Center. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. And I'm Jay Hewitt, physical therapist, and I know therapy can be tough, and the process can truly be hard at times. But we will be there with you through it all and celebrate with you when goals are met. Want to get back to playing the sports you love or just doing your everyday home activities? We can help. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. What matters is you and you living your best life. As the next Titans game approaches, we look at the storylines ahead. It's Titans Preview with game day host Rhett Bryan and Titans Radio's head coach Dave McGinnis. The Titans get back in the win column but have another challenge, an AFC road trip to Cleveland this Sunday to Cleveland Browns Stadium to take on the aforementioned Cleveland Browns. Coach Dave McGinnis, this is a week-to-week proposition. It's never easy. I don't care what happened to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, but with that in mind, a thought for the family and, and the team and the fans for Nick Chubb, who by all accounts may be their most valuable player outside of Miles Garrett, lost for the season. Uh, but this is going to be a tall task. Yeah, it is, Red. And, uh, you know, it, it, it it's a collision sport. It's a violent game out there. And once you put them out there and they're going – Full speed sometimes don't even have to be doing that. I mean, uh, injuries happen. I mean, you look around the league, there's injuries already starting. I, I hate it, but but for a guy like Nick Chubb, who is one of the premier backs in this league, absolutely is. <clears throat> That's a blow to their team. Uh, you know, of course, it, it's just like we had to do for the last two seasons. It doesn't matter. You've got to move on, and, and 
They're expected to do well. This is a home game there. You and I have been there many a times uh, with the Titans when they've played there, and we know that fan base will be cranked up. They absolutely will. And and speaking of who will be running instead of Nick Chubb, obviously the, the guy who's going to have the job to try to keep is backup Jerome Ford, a second-year man from Cincinnati. Only 39 carries on the young season for him, and actually in his career, 16 of those came on Monday Night Football, 16 for 106 at 6.6 yards per carry. 69-yard run, a big part of that. Three catches on the year, 8.3 per catch. He's uh, very serviceable, very fast. We vetted him, and then they picked up Kareem Hunt, yes, a Cleveland native, uh, played at Toledo, and uh, 5'11", 216. They say he's about 10 pounds lighter. Uh, he had a four-year run with Cleveland, uh, 4.2 yards per carry, 16 touchdowns rushing, 7.4 per catch out of the backfield, seven touchdowns receiving to add to that. Yeah, well, they they went and got him an experienced uh, player, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt also had a really nice uh, career uh, stretch there at Kansas City also. So this is a legitimate back that they went and picked up. So it uh, they're they're making the best of a bad situation. And Deshaun uh, Watson, by all accounts, uh, he did not have a great night uh, on Monday night in Pittsburgh. Uh, first play of the game, it's a pick six, but he made plays with his legs. So it looks to us like he is the Deshaun Watson we saw early on in his career in Houston where the passing elements hadn't come along and the, the legs were a bigger part of it. The problem is, is if he ever finds what he had when he left Houston – that's a problem for the Titans. Yeah, well, I mean, it's still, I mean, it's, it's one of the higher paid quarterbacks in the league, and he's he's got a lot, a lot of ability, has not been able to to put it all together yet. Their offense was leaning on Nick Chubb. Uh, I expect that uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, he, you're right, he had, a, he had a bad outing the other night on national television. And so now, well, now what you're going to see is, uh, you know, a, a professional that's, that's going to work hard to bounce back, and we've got to keep him from doing that. What are some of the other keys to Mike Vrabel getting a win number two with the Titans getting win number two on the young 2023 season at Cleveland? Yeah, block the front, first of all. You're going to have to block the front, and that's going to be extremely important for this offense to continue to to get on track just as they started to last week in the last three quarters of the ball game against the Chargers. The other thing that has to happen is, uh, besides that, we've got to stay out of third and eight plus. I mentioned the things that Schwartz will cook up for that. So staying ahead of the chains is is extremely, extremely important. I mean, that's that, that that's going to be very important. And then, you know, we haven't really talked about uh, their, their wide receivers, but it's going to be imp- uh, for us, if, if Deshaun Watson gets working on some of that play action stuff, then uh, Elijah Moore's got speed. I mean, Amari Cooper is is one of their lead guys. He's maybe questionable this part of the week, but uh, if he plays and Donovan Peoples-Jones, we're going to have to do a good job. And also uh, their tight end, David Njoku. So we've got to be able, we have to be able to limit the explosives, Rhett. It, it's it's going to be the same thing every week <clears throat> because uh, uh, turnovers, uh, third down, and limiting explosives on defense are always keys to winning. And Nick Folk continue to do what he's been doing, which is perfect so far. And then also Ryan Stonehouse booming punts. Yeah, that, that, that's that, that's that's very very vital. But let me just go back to the to the defensive side of it too. Uh, offensively, we've got to stay away from turnovers like we did last week, and we need to turn the ball over on defense against this group uh, to take advantage of uh, the Wildcats play here. Play here. 
Presented by Livingston Regional. Be well, live well. Neighbors here for your health. Livingston Regional. Your Livingston Regional Game of the Week on 109.101.9 AM 920 WLIV. And folks, we're kicking this thing off for the second half. They sped through halftime here at Livingston Academy. Dylan Watson boots one deep, fielded back at the five-yard line. He's at the 10, 15, and cuts back inside, immediately contacted at the 20, is the return man for York for York Institute, excuse me, I believe that is Aaron Anthony on the return there. And so Aaron Anthony gets it to the 20. That is where the York offense will begin. We're going to try to get you some scores from around the rest of the UC as we go here. At halftime, it's Gordonsville 10, Monterey 7. Clay County in a border battle, 21-14 over Monroe, Kentucky. Stone Memorial and DeKalb in a tight one at the half, 13-10 Stone Memorial. We'll get you more scores as we move along here right now. The York offense... Lining up, Miles Lefew in the gun. They've spread themselves back out a little bit, bringing a man in motion. Lefew fakes it to the man in motion and takes off. He's at the 25, the 30, the 35, and finds himself going down at the 36. It's a gain of 16 for the quarterback, Miles Lefew, on play number one of the second half. A huge hole right there opened up by York's interior lineman right there. Just fake that jet sweep around, and then Miles Lefew just takes it. Takes off right up the middle. Well, if you in the gun again, he'll have Pinnell with him in the backfield. And this time they go back to that tight formation. Now they are still standing up straight as they hand it off to the man in motion, Ryland Miller. And again, Miller finds the edge, breaks a few tackles at the 50, the 40, the 30, breaks a few more at the 20, inside the 20. And he is at the LA 18-yard line. What a job by Ryland Miller who found the edge and then cut up field with vengeance. Broke about four tackles right there, and it's not very good tackling right there by Livingston Academy. Got to the sideline, didn't contain the edge again. We're not, we're not containing the edges right there, and they're going around the outside and just running it up the sideline. 11-10 to go in the third quarter. York, first and 10 from the LA 18. Left you in the gun. He'll have a running back, Pinnell, on his left hip. Two wide receivers inside the hash out to the left. Another man in motion. They'll fake it to Miller on the man in motion, and Lefew tried to go forward. This time he's met by a group of linemen by Livingston Academy, and they are led by Drew Goolsby. Good job by Livingston on that play. Faked that end around, and Miles just kept it right up the middle, but we defensive lineman and linebacker there to clean that up. York will take a moment here. We'll give you some more scores. Cookville 42 to 7 at the half over Warren County. Macon County 21 nothing over White County. Upperman leading Cumberland County 28 to nothing at the half. Those are scores from across the UC. Here's Left You in the gut again. Another man in motion. Fakes it to Miller. Keeps it himself and fights through a couple arm tackles inside the 15 to the 12. Miles is not a big kid. He's, he's, Probably 170, 175 pounds, but he runs really hard, and he, he's broke several tackles tonight on them runs. The Livingston Regional Game of the Week on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, and looks like York Institute knocking on the door again of making this a three-score game, 945 and ticking to go in the third quarter. They've got first or third and three 
from the LA 11. Here's Lefew in the gun. Pinnell on his right hip and two guys on the short side. And they bring Miller in motion this time. It'll be a handoff to Miller. He gets through a couple arm tackles and is met at around the five-yard line. A fight inside the five. It's a first down, York. And it'll be first and goal for the Dragons. Yeah, he runs hard, too. Miller's a good good running back. And an interesting way that they use him, Logan Pinnell is actually listed as a wide receiver and a defensive back. He lines up in the backfield with Lefew. Ryland Miller is the man listed as a running back and defensive back. He almost lines up at tight end and is coming in motion each time. Yeah, kind of like an H-back right there, right behind the tackle, maybe behind the tight end. So formation again. Here's Lefew correcting something at the line. He's got Pinnell in the backfield on his left hip. They bring Miller in motion right to left. Fake the handoff. Lefew keeps it, and he's bottled up. Can't find the end zone. In fact, he might have lost a yard. Yeah, good job, the Livingston interior lineman making the stop for no gain right there. we got a player down. we got a timeout. timeout. Timeout, York Institute. So the Dragons will call timeout. Second and goal from the five. With 8.33 to go in the third quarter, it's 14-0 Dragons over the Wildcats. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Eight thirty-three to go in the third quarter. It's first and five, or first and goal from the five. For the York Institute Dragon offense, they lead 14-0 and look to make this a two-score game. And thank you, second and goal from the five. Correction after the timeout, second and goal from the five for the Dragon offense. Looks to make it a three-score game. Big and I think, chance by the Livingston's defense right here. Got to get something, something positive to happen. It's kind of no life in the defense right now. Just get something positive to happen for you. Left you in the gun, Pinnell on his hip, Miller in motion. And I believe the defense jumped. That's not what I was talking about, to get something positive. Offsides on the Wildcats. Be half the distance to the goal and repeat second down. Once again, two interior defensive linemen right over the ball. Watch the ball. When it moves, you move. Feels like you've been saying that every Every game all year. Every week. You learn that in junior pro football. Sounds like you sound like an old outlaws coach there. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> I, I like being anxious and wanting to make a play, but be sounds disciplined. Uh, Miles Lefew will take the shotgun snap, roll out to his right, and dive forward quite literally like he pushed square. Uh, and he will not find the end zone, but we'll get inside the two to around the one. It'll be third and goal. So, look, after everything that has happened, all that's gone down, Livingston with a chance here to force a fourth down and a decision by the Dragons. Somebody got to step up and make a play for Livingston. Just somebody step up and make a play. Going to that direct snap, that left you. Good job. Did he get stuffed? He did oh. not. Touchdown. Woo. That Somebody's was, down. On that first. was a close one. Left you, though. They went back to that formation that's done them so much good. Super compact. Everybody's squatting down almost in that 
lower than a karate stance and the direct snap. And like you talked about, defense has no idea where the football went. Yeah, you can't. He's, he's squatted down so low right there, you can't even can't even see him if you're on the defensive line. Linebackers are probably having a hard time seeing where he's at too. So with 7.56 to go in the third quarter, Dragons pending the extra point look to make it 21-0 here at the start of the third quarter. We got referee. What, I don't know what we're doing here. Are they debating whether it was a touchdown? Sportsmanlike against York. I guess they take that's after the touchdown. So but excessive celebration, I believe, is what it is. Well, it is a rivalry game. It hasn't necessarily felt as much like one tonight, but certainly some things we expected were penalties like that. Livingston's going to take the take the penalty on the kickoff, back them up 10 yards on the kickoff. Looks like they're going for two. York yep. will line up for two. Going to try to make it 22 nothing. As they didn't, no, guess they didn't like that snap they got on that initial PAT. Now the entire York offense just flipped sides, and I believe Livingston stuffed him. They're saying no good. It was a direct snap to Joseph Linder as the entire York offense kind of flipped the, they flipped it. They almost, everybody went from one side to the other. Linder, I think, was trying to take advantage of it and couldn't find the end zone. So that will make it 20 to nothing. Failed two-point conversion. Dragons lead the Wildcats with 7.56 to go in the third quarter. It's football time in Tennessee, and Twin Lakes Fiber Internet is here to take your game day experience to the next level. With a dedicated connection and lightning fast speeds of up to 10 gig, you can connect as many devices as you'd like and celebrate your favorite team without any interruptions. So, don't let your streaming game fumble this fall. Visit TwinLakes.net or call 800-644-8582 to touch down your online experience today. Your Wildcats on WLIV. Presented by Livingston Regional. York lining up for the kickoff. The penalty, of course, as we talked about, will be enforced on the kickoff. So, the ball will go from the Uh, 40-yard line of York Institute to kick off, and it'll be set down at the 25. So York will have to kick off from their own 25-yard line. And that means Daniel Bilbrey and Jake Hughes stand at around their own 30 to field this football. Should get really good field position out of this right here. And by proxy... Uh, look, I try. We we talk about it every week. I try not to call a drive crucial or must have or anything like that. But I, I mean, just you're down twenty to nothing as it's fielded by Hughes at around the thirty-five. Avoids a tackler at the forty and then can't avoid the next several at the forty-three. You're starting at your own forty-three here, David Ledbetter. You have to have. There is some laundry on the field. Let's see what that's about. What I'm trying to say is you've got to find points here. You're down 20 to nothing. You've got field position, plain and simple. You have to score here. 20 to nothing right now. I believe every every possession now is four down territory for Livingston Academy. May get some help here on the field position with this penalty play. Holding on Livingston Academy. So didn't get some help, beat ourselves again. So go from your good field position at the 43 – to uh, 
we'll call it decent field position at the 33. So you you were nearly on the other side of the 50. Now you're backed up a little bit in your own and into your own territory. Coffee in the gun looks to take the shotgun snap. Rolling out to his right, looking for Hughes. No, yes. Initially looked for Hughes, then thought to go to Will Brown, came back to Hughes, and never should have hesitated as Joseph Linder then was able to read it and bat that one down. Yeah, Will, Will was double teamed down the field, and his first read was Jake here on the sideline. He should have just threw it to him. That's a good seven, eight-yard completion. He looked downfield, Brown, seeing he was double teamed, tried to come back to Jake. By then it was too late. Defense had already caught up. Coffee comes over to get the call from the sideline. Runs back out. You can see Matt Hauser down here on the sideline just shaking his head. Hit, Just hit him. Just hit Jake Hughes. But the corners are playing off. Eight, eight, nine yards, ten yards off the ball right here on your receivers. Just stand up and hit them on a little quick hitch. Hand off to Jackson Bowles, who is immediately bottled up and brought back down at the line of scrimmage. And that's been part of the other reason Livingston has struggled tonight, just have not been able to get anything going in the running game. 28 yards in the first half. You're not going to beat anybody, anybody just rushing for 28 yards. That's, and Livingston has to, you have to be able to run the football to kind of open the passing game up a little bit. Coffee back out into the huddle. 7.15 to go in the third quarter. York, on these third and longs, York's been bringing the house most of the time. With 7.05. Looking at a shotgun snap here to Coffee. He's going to drop back. He rolls out right. Once again looking. He doesn't really have anywhere to go with it. He's being chased down. And somehow, my gosh, give credit to Michael Wall, who gets a sack on Brody Coffee while going around an offensive lineman with his arm in Jordan Ficklin. Did they call a they call it a sack or an incomplete pass? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, looks like they are going to deem it an incomplete pass. Coffee was able to get rid of it. I just wasn't sure if he got rid of it because he got slung around or if because he actually threw it. I believe he threw that one. It's a great play right there by Michael Wall. He come from the far side of the field all the way around and, and, and made that made Brody throw it away. So here's Watson back to take the punt. 6.50 to go in the third quarter. Watson will punt to Will Beatty. Gets the snap. Kick is up. And Beatty will field it at his own 25, 26 officially. It'll be a fair catch by Beatty. And that's where the York offense will take over once again. Dragons leading the Wildcats 20 to nothing. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Logan Pinnell as they squat down in that, what I'm now just going to call dragon formation. And they get about five yards. Pinnell just sprinting out to the right. I've tried to, I really have tried, David Ledbetter, to kind of figure out what you want to call this. It's not quite like a wing tee or a pistol 
or anything like that. It's just a kind of a funky two tight end, two fullback. Two receivers. Two, two receivers. It's like they've got 14 players on the field. Yeah, it, it almost feels that way, yeah. Everybody just kind of squatting down. Everybody in nearly in the backfield, it seems like, has left you this time, the man who takes the direct snap and just runs forward for a gain of about a yard or two. Yeah, and it, what, what makes it so unique is is Lafew and the running back, uh, Pinnell, they're squatted so low to the ground. You know, like, like we talked about earlier, they, it's hard for linebackers even to see them, let alone the defensive line. So, And they, they do a good job of snapping it to either Pinnell or Lafew. You don't really know which one they're going to snap it to. And then they always have a man coming in motion. And it's like you also said, I mean, it's, as soon as everybody gets set, it's Lafew squats, and here comes the snap. It's to Pinnell this time, and then there's the man in motion, Miller, who gets it on a handoff coming from that. Again, it's, I almost want to call it a tackle position because truth be told, he's lined up nearly. I mean, now he is a tight end officially, but the way the formation is set up, it's almost like he's coming from the tackle position. Yeah, they've got they've got a guard and a tackle on that side. He just lined up, H back, tight end, and squatted as low as he's squatted he low as he can go. So you really can't see him coming around. So it's a very unique offense, but it I, 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 it, works. it works. First and ten, five twenty to go, third quarter. First and ten for the York offense as it's Lafew this time on the direct snap, a dive forward for a gain of maybe one, if anything. And makes it second and nine for the Dragon offense with under five minutes to go before the next snap. So York just keen to let the clock kind of begin to roll here under five minutes to go. 4.55 on the clock, second and ten from their own 44. Usually they get in second long. They try to get one of those sweeps around the end or few around the end. we got to contain the edges right here and keep them bottled up inside. The direct snap, it's in the hands of Lafew. He cuts it back up inside and does exactly what you talked about. Past the 45, past the 50, goes down at the 49 and gains about six. Good job there by Gage Hoffman on this end to make him cut it back up to the middle so the linebackers and safeties can come up and make a play. Huge third down here for Livingston Academy. Got to get off the field right here. York Institute, 4-12 to go in the third quarter. Third and three. Dragons leading 20 to nothing with the ball now on the L.A. side of the 50-yard line at the 49. Left you and everybody squatting down yet again. Direct snap. This time it goes to a new running back, Lake Drake. Ooh, and Drake. Terrible spot. Everybody, terrible spot. Everybody wrestling around, but they're going to give him enough forward progress for the first down. It's at the 46, and the Dragons will get another first down. I agree with you, though. Yeah, it looked it like he was at the 47 and a half to 48, and they've got it marked at the 46. And they are going to have to measure it. They're going to spot it close enough to the first down marker that uh, they'll have to, to measure this. But i got to be honest with you, folks, the measurement feels like a foregone conclusion. I mean, he was what? Uh, Gage Hoffman stood him up at the, maybe the 48, possibly the 47 and a half, and, they, and, and drove him backwards, and they have spotted it at the 46. I don't know what the guy on the side, the side judge on the far side, I don't know what he's seen there, but terrible spot. 
And even if this is short, you've got to figure with the way they've been able to run the football. I mean, they're going to go for this. It is a first down, though, so it won't matter. Won't have to, quote, go for it. 3.44 to go, third quarter. It's first and 10 again for the Dragons at the LA 46. They lead 20 to nothing. They've failed the two-point conversion, succeeded on a two-point conversion, and had a bad snap on a PAT. That's how they got to 20. And they're keen to just let this clock continue to roll. Under 3.35. I'm betting it's going to be under 3.5 before they snap it. It will be. Everybody in that squatted down position the snap back ends up in the hands of another new running back who blasts his way forward to a gain of five this time looks like it was Blake Voles who was back there in the backfield with left you yeah they're kind of running back by committee right here if it's not Miles Lefew it's there's several I've got uh, one two three four different running backs it's got several yards tonight Second and four for the York offense now. Left you back there. Voles will join him once again. Everybody in this kind of patented squatted down position. It's like they've got 14 linemen on the field. The handoff to Miller in motion. And Livingston Academy does a good job to force it back upfield and set the edge. But still, Miller gets inside the 40 to the 38 for a gain of about four. Yeah, that's what you got to do right there. Good job, uh, uh, Geist, John Geist right there, stringing it out, stringing it out. Then by the time he cuts it back up, the linebacker's there to clean up the tackle. Third and one for the York offense. The Dragons with 2.15 to go in the third quarter. Lead 20 to nothing. It's ball on the L.A. 37, third and one. And the way they've ran the football tonight, you certainly feel like one yard is – not going to be much of an issue. Yeah, I believe just see a direct snap to Lefew right here. Miles Lefew squats down. It's a direct snap to Voles instead, and he'll go on a running back kind of off-tackle play over to the right and gain four. Right now it doesn't really matter who they're snapping it to. They're gaining four, five, six yards every time they touch it. Switching a couple guys out. As they'll send Voles off the field and bring Logan Pinnell back on it. 1.40 to go, third quarter. It'll be first and 10 for the Dragon offense. The ball on the LA 40, 32, excuse me, 32 yard line. Everybody clusters up. The only man standing, the only two men standing even remotely close to upright are the two wide receivers. And a throw into the flat, and it's through the hands. Of Ryland Miller, who you were right, David Ledbetter. He was wide open out there, just curled right off, kind of released into the flat, and nobody was there to cover him. And now we're going to get a flag on the sideline, I'm going to believe, as several of the coaches uh, for Livingston Academy having a bit of a uh, conversation. And Matten Hauser wants to have a conversation about why it's a sideline warning. Either way, that is the call. Sideline warning on the Wildcats. Yeah, the only player you said that was standing was two of them, and Riley Miller was one of them. He just sneaked out into the flat right there and was wide open. Luckily, it went through his hands. It's him and Will Beatty, or this time it's Cole Brannon over there on the right side. As It's a direct snap to Pinnell. Pinnell bounces it even further out to the edge, heading for the sideline, and he's ripped out of bounds 
at the 22. That is enough for a first down. So another it's just uh, student body right and student body left on that play right there. Just student body right. You got five lead blockers out there for you. One ten to go and ticking down before York will snap it. It'll be under a minute to go in the third quarter. They'll have first and ten from the LA twenty-one. Everybody squats down. Only two men upright are Brandon and Miller. Over on the right side, it's going to be a fake high snap by Logan Pinnell, and it's in the hands of Lake Drake, who blew up a couple tackles there to get himself inside the 10 to the 6 or the 7. And we do have some laundry back here around the 20. See what the call is prior to this play being confirmed. See what they go with here. It is going to be on Livingston Academy. So the play will stand. Personal foul on L.A. And so the ball will go all the way inside the 10 to the L.A. 7, I believe. And it will be first and goal for York with a chance to make it a four-score game. I didn't even see what happened. It looked like Trey Coleman and uh, somebody from York kind of got tangled up over on the sidelines and, uh, usually those those penalties are offsetting because it's on both teams, but they just called it on Trey on this one. Everybody squats down. The snap back. It's in the hands of Pinnell or Lake Drake. I couldn't tell if it was a two or a three. We'll go with Drake, I believe, who just dove forward for a gain of three. Drake on the carry. Makes it second and goal from the four, and I don't believe York's going to get another playoff before the end of the quarter. The clock is at 10 seconds. Several guys already walking off the field, so York will not get another playoff. We'll come to the end of the third quarter, 20 to nothing. Dragons lead the Wildcats here on the campus of Livingston Academy. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough. <laughs> or your daughter's ankle sprain, all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare, call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. As they play Shake It Off here at Livingston Academy, York Institute is on the cusp of shaking off the Livingston Academy defense and making this a four-score game. Second and goal from the one to begin the fourth quarter. They lead 20 to nothing. Do the Dragons. Uh, our shout-out to the uh, Overton County News sports journalist, Mac McLeod. We love Mac so much sitting up here. And he let me know one yard. We gained one yard in the third quarter. Did Livingston Academy. So 
Uh, your stat of the quarter there, one singular yard gained by the Wildcats offense. Mike said it wasn't hard to keep up with the stats in that quarter for Livingston. <laughs> direct snap now to Drake, and he is stuffed. So it will really lost a little bit right Might there. have lost about half a yard either way. Be third and goal from inside the two-yard line for the York offense. And you got to think, if you're the defense for Livingston Academy, this is two downs. I need two more downs. Absolutely. Because there's, if I'm York, I'm absolutely going for this. You just about would put the game out of reach if you put another score on the board. York will take their time. No reason to rush it as the clock rolls under 11 and a half minutes. It'll be under 11.20 as they break the huddle. Play clock at 9. The direct snap back to Pinnell. He gets left you as a lead blocker, and he's into the end zone. Dragons pick up another touchdown to make it 26-0. And we'll see if they don't go for two again to try to make up for the failed two-point conversion a moment ago. Looks like they got a kicker coming out this time. Oh, that is Soto coming out. So now we're going to go... Now we're going to go back to kicking. We missed the, They missed the initial PAT due to a bad snap. Decided to go for two on the next touchdown, and they won after that. They went one for two on two-point conversions. Now Soto will put it up and doinks it off the left upright. No good. So 26-0. The Dragons will lead the Wildcats with 11-14 to go in the fourth quarter here on the campus of Livingston Academy. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. The failed PAT makes it 26-0. The Dragons now lead the Wildcats with 11-14 to go in the fourth quarter. And Livingston Academy will send Jake Hughes and Daniel Bilbrey back to their own 15s to field the football. It's all about pride right now if you're Livingston Academy. Down 26-0. Let's see how you react. I mean, go out there and play hard or you, you, you pack up ship and go home. Which one do you want to do? Do you get held scoreless? In this rivalry game, do you let York say that they blanked you for the next year? That will be the question right now on the lips of many of these Livingston Academy young men. Jake Hughes will field it at the 15. He gets to the 20. Encounters contact at the 25 and is driven back to the 20. And let's see what the forward progress is going to be deemed. I think the 22 is where that backside line judge is going to snap it or set it, I mean. So it will be no. No, that ball is at like the 18-yard line. Yep. So hold on. So I'm looking at this judge that's standing at the 22, and I'm looking at the white hat with a football at the 18. Yeah, they spotted it at the 22. Is where they stopped forward progress, and now they're spotting it at maybe the 18-and-a-half, looks like. So I don't, don't really understand some of these spots we've had tonight either. I mean, the backside line judge is standing at the 22-yard line. And the White Hat put the football at the 19. 11.08 to go. Here's the offense for the Wildcats. 
Coffee in the gun, has Bowles with him in the backfield, puts him on his right hip, takes the shotgun snap, looking for Carson Parrott, instead throws to Jake Hughes and almost led him a little too much. Hughes had to dive forward, and they're going to say incomplete. Uh, he had his back to us right there. I didn't see it fall, but evidently the ref coming in said he dropped it. On, he had to lay down to catch it. Brody trying to sneak a small window to throw it in. It was a good throw by Brody. That's the only spot he could have put it without it being intercepted. It looked like Jake may have just dropped it. So it'll be second and ten for the Livingston Academy offense. 11.03 to go in the final frame. They trail 26-0. The snap to Brody Coffey. Sends it out into the flat to Carson Parrott, who has no blockers and just kind of fell over, made a business decision, so Bryson Bilbrey didn't take his head off. And are they going to – are they deeming that – is no, that a catch? That's, that's a catch. Okay. Yep. The backside line judge was was waving his arms horizontally. I was like, I'm not even sure you can make that call. It's third and nine now for the Wildcat offense. And, and here's what it feels like, David Ledbetter. This feels like one of those drives and, and really one of those games now where we find out, you know, the win and the loss kind of out the window. Are you last year's, the last two years' teams, or is this still a team that uh, has grown? Yeah, that's 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 what you're playing for right now. Play for pride. Brody Coffee shotgun snap. Bowles on his right hip. He's going to roll out to his right. And immediately Michael Walls chasing him down. He finds uh, Weitzel in the flat there to pick up about three. Not nearly enough for the first down. And does look like they'll either have to run the punt unit out or they'll go for it here for pride's sake. And no, they're going to run the punt unit out there. Picked up about two, did Weitzel, but not nearly enough, as I said. It'll be fourth and seven for the Livingston Academy offense. And Dylan Watson will trot out there to punt with his heels standing at his own seven-yard line. He's kicking to Will Beatty, who stands just on the other side of the 50 for York Institute. Daniel Bilbrey is going to run on late here for Livingston Academy. Clock under 10. The snap back, Watson gets it off, high in the lights, sails back to the 45, takes a Livingston Academy bounce and goes out of bounds at the 43. One Bank, One Bank is proud to be the One Bank for Wildcat fans. Visit your Livingston One Bank location and open an account today. One Bank, the One Bank for Wildcat fans. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. So Livingston Academy's defense on the field with 9.04 to go in the fourth quarter, and now it's their turn to play for a little pride. See if you can't stop this York offense that really ever since they made a move in the first quarter to this very funky formation we've attempted to describe, they've been almost unstoppable. Yeah, almost like a little veer option, just, just like that, a little inside handoff. And now chasing just the, the athlete that is Aiden Sweat Thomas around for feels like half an hour before he's finally brought down all the way back at the 40. But it feels like he, he ran for about 40 yards there. I believe he ran for 45 and for a net gain of minus two on that one. He avoided, it felt like he avoided every defender twice and uh, still got brought down for a loss of about two. Good job of Livingston's defense. 
just kept on pursuit. Not a very good job of tackling, but good pursuit as he tried to cut it back across the field make the tackle for a loss of two. And veer, that's the word I was searching for in the recesses of my brain. It does look a whole lot like a kind of a veer option as it's the direct snap now to Pinnell, who just sprints forward between a couple blockers and gets about five. Yeah, it's a little inside veer, a little tight end across, almost like a wishbone offense, but you got your two fullbacks kind of lined up behind the uh, tackle and the tight end. So it's kind of a veer, wishbone. It's kind of weird. And, and the way they all squat, even their linemen are squatted real low, but the way the backs and the quarterbacks squat down, it's, 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 it's unique, I'll say that. Left you in the gun. Everybody does the squat. Two men stand upright. That's false start. They didn't call it. And a dive forward again here by the running back. That's a gain of four. And he goes down at the York 49. The gainer there by Lake Drake makes it fourth and four for the Dragons offense with 7-11 to go in the ball game. And Looks like some Livingston fans have begun to file out here, trickling out a little bit over here to their left. Under seven minutes to go before York will even break the huddle as the play clock stands at 15. Fourth and four, they're going to go for it. Don't jump off sides if you're Livingston. The snap is between them. For the first time, something you'd think would happen a lot as it was trying to get picked up by Blake Voles. Voles should have just fell on it. Instead tried to pick it up, and Livingston recovers all the way back at the York 30. And i got to admit, David, I've thought that this entire time. At some point, surely he's going to snap it between these two guys that are squatted in the backfield. Well, we've said that he can sw- – they're kind of – they're probably a yard and a half, two yards apart from each other. And the center has been snapping it to either one of them all night, and that time he just snapped it right between them. So the Livingston offense with 6.34 to go in the fourth, 26-0 they trail. The win is probably theoretically out the window, but a really big chance here to, to get some real positivity near the end of this game. It's going to be a jumbo set now for Livingston as they just hand off to Bowles. Bowles running behind his blockers and unfortunately brought down quickly by Jacob Bertram. Bertram will bring him down, and we've talked about that all night. The hole's just closing quickly, and now a flag that, what, Michael Ball, I think Michael Ball just called for a flag. He pointed backwards. Okay, it's on, okay, it's on York. That makes more sense. I believe we got a little trash talking going on down there, and I think one of the York players kind of pointed at the scoreboard at one of Livingston's offensive linemen, and, of course, the second man's usually the one that gets tagged with it. And he's getting ready to run over to the sideline. You can see three coaches waiting for him. Three coaches waiting on him to go. What are you doing? Well, one's in his ear right now. I'd say that's not a very pleasant conversation they're having with the walls right now. Well, David, I have to. I don't think it's much of a conversation at all. Coffee will take the shotgun snap. It's Mason Anderson now in the backfield. Fakes the handoff to him. Coffee keeps it himself. Has a man to beat on the edge and just finds himself inside the 15. And they're sending Walls back out there. That was uh, 
It's one of them Nick Saban and Lane Kiffin conversations there where Saban said that wasn't a uh, conversation, that was a butt chewing. Correct. It's so. a one it's very one sided. Yes. You're, you're expected to say two words at the end of that conversation. Yes, yes, sir. Yes and sir, and that's it. That's all you get. <laughs> there will be no elaborating. I don't want to know anything else. Here's Coffee in the gun again. Anderson on his left hip. He'll run behind Mason over to the left, tried to cut back up field, and look like a face mask to everybody else. No laundry there as Coffee was ripped down and his helmet's halfway up his face. Yeah, and... Half Livingston sideline and half the fans were calling for a face mask, and the two referees that were standing right there in front of the play, uh, evidently they did not see it. Under five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. It's third and seven for the L.A. offense. Can get a first down. It would be inside the five to do so. They trail 26-0, just looking to put something on the board here. And now they're going to put a little pistol offense out there. Coffee will take the snap with a man right behind him, running behind some blockers, and he pitches forward. That was to Drew Goolsby. I think Goolsby might have lost a yard. That was an interesting play design we haven't seen this season. A little shovel pass right there as Brody rolls to his right, and Goolsby coming off the left side, left tight end spot there, just a little shovel pass. Uh, York read that very well. 408. Ticking down in the fourth quarter, and the clock will be, unless there was a timeout called, there was. Okay. I was like, unless that was called, it's going to be over uh, under four minutes. But Livingston Academy will call the timeout. They trail 26-0. It's fourth and seven on the York 12. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The debate is on for the Wildcats, fourth and seven from the York 12-yard line. Do they go for it, trailing 26-0 with 4.01 to go in the fourth quarter? And does look like they'll go for it. They're going to run the starting offense back out there. Yeah, I mean, three points. You don't want to get shut out ever. Uh, but I, I agree with this. Put your athletes out there, fourth down. Don't take a sack. Offense line, get a little bit of protection right here. Just tr- let somebody make a play. Coffee in an empty backfield. He'll drop back. He's looking. He should have hit Parrot. Instead goes deep. Will Brown wide open in the back of the end zone. Will Brown will make the catch. Wildcats touchdown. It's a great play right there by Livingston Academy. Will Brown kind of a little wheel route. York defenders got lost. Kind of one of those things. Said, "Boy, that's been all night." You know, it's yeah. I really, I really thought that uh, Coffee might have messed that one up. Thought he was supposed to time it with Parrot. I thought he hesitated, and then I realized he was waiting on Will to develop in that wheel route. The kick is up and good by Dylan Watson, and avoiding being shut out are the uh, 
Wildcats of Livingston Academy with 3.56 to go in the fourth quarter. It is 26-7. Wildcats trailing the Dragons. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Back at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium, where it is 26-7 now. After the Livingston Academy touchdown, 3.56 to go in the fourth quarter. And if nothing else, David Ledbetter, the Wildcats will not be shut out here tonight. Well, that was a good offensive series right there. But Livingston and, and York still has their starters in. You know, it's kind of run a little wheel route for the touchdown. Kind of wonder where we're at. I was just telling Max in here, you know, not one time have we took a shot downfield trying to get Daniel Bilber the ball. Uh, York's talented in the back end, but at least once a game, you got to try to give it a shot. Watson going to go for the onside kick, and it might be recovered. Livingston Academy's got it. It's through the hands of the York recoverer, recoveree, and it's going to be popped on by who else? Caden Weitzel, the backup quarterback and sophomore who fell on that one. And look, folks, again, 26-7, 3.53 to go. I'm not going to keep doubting the Wildcats. Mathematically, it certainly feels like you're probably out of this because you'd need two more onside kicks. But, I mean, if you end this game 26-14, I'm feeling kind of better. Well, that I've, I've not seen an onside kick like that. That kick kind of looked like my wedge in, a, in my golf game. Kind of <laughs> chunked it behind the ball, and it just popped it straight up. It's a great kick by Watson. Empty backfield again. Coffee's just going to go cook. They're going to let him cook. He throws. Hughes drops it just through his hands. It was a little bit – Coffee let him a little too much, but I like that he threw it back shoulder. Yeah. Give his chance. The only person that's going to make that catch is Jake Hughes. So Jake just went right off his fingertips there. But watch these linebackers. They're creeping up a little bit. They're, there's a chance we could hit Gage Kaufman across the middle. We've seen that play a couple of times mm-hmm. this year. Look for Hoffman across the middle right here in just a second. 3.47 to go in the fourth quarter. It's second and ten. The incomplete pass really only helps you because it stops the clock. Coffee in the empty backfield. Steps back looking across the middle. Now throws. He's got a man over on the edge. And unfortunately, right there's going to be a hold in the backfield. I believe that was Jamie Mansell who was holding the defender, Austin Huddleston. And you hate that because it was a good completion there over near the sideline by Coffee. You believe he found Will Brown. Yeah, that was a gain of about nine on that completion. It's for not with a holding right here on Livingston. So 3.41 to go in the ball game, and the ball will back up from the LA 48 to the LA 42. So spot of the spot of the foul makes it second and twenty. And again, I mean, at this point, with three and a half minutes to go, clock ticking down, coffee in an empty backfield. I'm, I'm not sure that the yardage really—you either get it or you don't. 
Thrown into the flat to Gage Hoffman, and here's the play. He takes off. He's at the 50, breaks a couple tackles at the 45, and he finds himself in York territory again down at the 45 when we go from second and 20 to third and about seven. Yeah, good good play right there. Just you know, kind of let them linebackers creep up, and there's Hoffman right there in the middle of the field. Pick up, broke a couple of tackles to pick up three or four extra yards. Makes it th- third manageable right here. Under three minutes to go now. Gage Hoffman makes it third and seven for the Wildcats offense. Ball at the York 45. Coffee again alone in the backfield. Three wide receivers set out to his left. Dropping back. Looking. He's just going to throw into the flat to pair it. Let him the way you're supposed to. But coming downhill to break it up was Logan Pinnell. Yeah, a little swing pass. York's linebackers and defensive backs are a little bit too fast for these little short swing passes, especially from the far side of the field all the way across. It's a long throw right there by by Brody, and by the time the ball got to Perry, the defense was already there. It's a little bit behind him anyways. Fourth down. If you look on the far side of the field, I believe that was Will Brown on that side. The defensive back is playing. It's fourth and seven. The defensive back was playing – 12, 14 yards off of the, off the line of scrimmage. Maybe just run up and run a little curl right here. It looks like Tennessee volunteer defense. It's fourth and seven. We're playing 15 yards off the ball. 2.35 to go in the fourth quarter. 26 to seven. And David Ledbetter is throwing shade at the Vols. Well, I love them. But I do too. That's why I have no hair now. Timeout, Livingston Academy with 2.35 to go. 26-7, the Wildcats trail the Dragons. It's fourth and seven. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Livingston has yet to leave the sidelines, still debating here on 4th and 7 from the York 45. 2.35 to go in the fourth quarter. It's 26-7 Dragons. Yeah, we said playing for pride right now, and Livingston defense gets a stop. Livingston scores a touchdown, got the ball back, chance uh, on positive side of the field, 235 left, chance to score another touchdown, got to pick up this fourth down right here. Here's Coffee in the gun, dropping back, empty set, rolling to his left, looking, goes deep, it's Bilberry and Carson Parrott, and he overthrew them both. Yeah, Brody didn't get his feet set right there. It's cold, rolling to his left, trying to throw it back to his right. Uh, just threw it a little bit too far for, for Carson or Daniel. Both of them in the area right there. Good throw. Both And, and, and Daniel Bilbrey had his man beat. So if we get the ball back, look for Daniel Bilbrey to just go on a streak. Okay, turnover on downs by the Livingston Academy Wildcats with 2.28 to go in the fourth quarter. Wildcats have one timeout left, York with two. So they could just run the clock out, but they will need to get at least one first down. Left you in the gun. Everybody do the squat. 
Snap back. It's in the hands of Pinnell. He sprints forward and gets to the 49. That's a gain of four. I don't know how many tackles Gage Hoffman has tonight, but it's got to be double digits. He's been in on a lot of tackles tonight. Looks well, like he came up a little, little gimpy right there. They're practically running right into him. I mean, the way the offense is set up, they're running right into him. He's done a good job of, of bringing down the ball carrier. It looked like Jackson Bowles was going to try to come in to replace Hoffman or Coleman, and Coleman just waved him off. Just told him, get your butt back to the sideline. Lefty's going to stand up with his running back, Pinnell, wait for the play clock to get down First to about five. All night. Yeah, to, to about five. Pinnell, excuse me, that's Drake, actually. Drake will take the snap past the 50 and finds himself at the 46 before being brought down. And that'll be another... Make it third and one. To the two judge, the far side judge and the near side judge here couldn't decide where they wanted to put that. So it is third and one. One twelve to go. And if they can pick up this one yard, game will come to a close. Actually, I take that back. I don't even think it'll matter because on fourth down, I think this clock will be Low enough by the time they hike this and run another play. Here's Lefew, squats. The snap gets off. Hand off to Ryland Miller, who will find the edge on the left side. He gets the first down, breaks a tackle, and gets to the 43. He'll go down inbounds, and the clock will stop at 42 and a half. Now they start rolling it. Play clock's at 35. We're at 37 on the game clock, so they will have to run one play, take a knee. And this game will come to a close. York 26-7 over the Wildcats. So now they'll get in the victory formation. Doesn't look all that dissimilar to the thing they've been running all night. Yeah, they've kind of been in the victory formation all night, looks like. Wait for the clock to get down to five on the play clock now. Three. And everybody, whoa, Nelly, we're going to get pushy. Looks like the end of that UT Florida game. Yeah. Everybody eating pushy. Everybody getting antsy. A couple of Livingston players. Couple guys. A couple look. guys taking some shots, and uh, they're making comments. And that will be the ball game. Clock will run out. Twenty-six to seven. The York Institute Dragons come to Livingston Academy and defeat the Wildcats here on WLIV. AM 920, WLIV. Your home for Livingston Wildcat Sports. Tonight's action sponsored by Livingston Family Health. The next best thing to your mom. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Health Care. By Premier Wireless, your hometown U.S. cellular dealer. 800 West Main Street in Livingston. Premier Wireless and U.S. Cellular. Mountain Farm International, not just tractors, not just for farmers. They are for everyone. Mountain Farm International. I was just backing out of a parking spot, and so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed at Maynard Collision Center. 
they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family. The best trained, caring pros to serve you. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Now, the R&M Family Pharmacy Postgame Report. Expertly trained pharmacist, a friendly, knowledgeable staff, ready to assist you with those family health questions. Ready to save you money on your prescriptions. R&M Family Pharmacy. Livingston Regional Game of the Week sees the Livingston Wildcats fall to 2-4 and four as L.A. falls 26-7 to the York Institute. Let's recap tonight's game. It was 0-0 scoreless at the end of the first quarter. We had three combined interceptions in the first half, and the scoring would begin on a 90-yard drive in which it was all runs by the York Institute offense. With 8.05 left on the clock, York made it 6 nothing. They would miss the PAT thanks to a bad snap. A couple uh, series later, a pass 
would go back across the field. It was off a fumble recovery, kind of a controversial fumble by the Hawkeye by Livingston Academy. As, uh, Jackson Bowles made a catch across the flat, went to turn up field, uh, really never made a football move, didn't get more than a step, step and a half. Ball comes punched out. Livingston Academy wanted an incompletion. York, of course, wanted a fumble, and they would get the fumble uh, designation. A couple of plays later, a pass back across the field from Miles Lefew uh, to Logan Pinnell. Pinnell would break a few tackles as he bolted up the sideline, made it 14 nothing with a two-point conversion try successful. That's where we would end the first half. In the second half, it was the opening drive of the second York kind of made a statement, went on an 80-yard drive to make it 20 to nothing. They would fail the two-point conversion on their next offensive possession. They made it 26 nothing on the first play of the fourth quarter. They would fail the PAT, and then finally, what we thought would happen several times over in this ball game, as the formation by York kind of put the running back and the quarterback two two and a half yards apart, both squatted way down in the backfield. Finally, their center, who had been able to snap perfectly to either guy all night, kind of just missed his spot, snapped between them. Ball sailed about 30 yards backwards, and it was a fumble recovery by the Livingston Academy defense. The offense would turn around and make it a 7-26 to game with a 12-yard pass to Will Brown. That was with 3.56 to go in the ball game, and that was our final score, 26-7. York Institute defeats Livingston Academy. WLIV's exclusive game day coverage continues. Wildcats post game presented by R&M Family Pharmacy. Saving you money. R&M. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at NorrisSupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, Norris Supercycle. Hello, I'm Ron Hewitt, owner and physical therapist of the Physical Medicine Center. I would like to say thank you to the people of the Upper Cumberland for allowing us to provide your physical therapy needs for the past 30 years. We focus on your individual therapy, not what just works for most. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. Call 823-1200. That's 823-1200. We can help you live your best life. I was just backing out of a parking spot, and so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to stress-free collision repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. 
When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Our post-game coverage continues on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. David Ledbetter, this game decided by an outstanding performance uh, by the York offense, I suppose is what we're going to say, because that formation really seemed to just change things there in the first half. The defense for L.A. uh, really never necessarily had a consistent answer and when you look back at the stats a final look at them from one bank you can see why this is an offense we thought coming in would throw the ball all over the place put it in the hands of their playmakers uh, just one for five 54 yards a touchdown and two interceptions through the air meanwhile you look at the rushing stats it's 278 total yards rushing miles Lefew has 100 uh, uh, miller rylan miller has 110 43 yards for Logan Pinnell. Uh, it's 17 for, I just put the roster away. There we go, for Lake Drake. And then uh, for, is that number 22? So that's Blake Voles who had 10. And then it was negative 2 for Aiden Sweat Thomas, who, by the way, was the guy coming into this game that I thought was going to dominate this ball game. Aiden Sweat Thomas was a name coming in among so many others that you brought up consistently. How are you going to slow him down? What are you going to do to limit him? Zero factor in this ball game. Three turnovers, two interceptions, and a fumble for York. Five penalties for 45 yards. On the other side, Livingston Academy, an offense that even in losses this year, we've seen really good things out of, did absolutely nothing. Could not find a rhythm tonight. 31 total yards. Uh, on the ground, 64 total yards through the air. Did have a touchdown. Coffee also with an interception went exactly 50%, 11 for 22. They had the two turnovers, an interception and a fumble, and six penalties for 67 yards. That's a look at the numbers presented by One Bank, the One Bank for Wildcats fans. Breaking down tonight's action. The RM Family Pharmacy Postgame Report. Your family's health is their top concern. RM, Bradford Hicks Drive. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever <coughs> or your nagging cough. <laughs> or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? 
With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe-Lizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. It's game time. Is a sports injury holding you back? Tier 1 Orthopedics and Neurosurgical Institute provide state-of-the-art care close to home. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Tier 1 will find and correct the source of your pain, getting you back to the field, court, or golf course. Stop the game and make the call. 526-9518. Tier 1 Orthopedics. Tier 1 Urgent Care. Visit T1Institute.com. L.A. falls to 2-4 and four with a 7-26 to 26 loss here at home to the York Institute. Elsewhere around UC Sports Nation on the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard. Cookville, a 49-7 winner over Warring County. Gordonsville, a 23-7 winner over Monterey. Clay County gets the better of the border battle with Monroe, Kentucky, 34-20. And Upperman, a 34-0 winner over Cumberland County. A couple scores still in the fourth quarter. Uh, Jackson County obviously not going to mount the comeback and win the ball game, but has put together quite a second half, 55-27. Uh, Trousdale County leading Jackson County and Stone Memorial up 10 on DeKalb County late in the fourth quarter, 27 to 17. Stop by Frontier Chevy Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. A full recap, of course, as well of all the action and interviews with coaches tomorrow morning live at Chick-fil-A on the high school playbook on Rock 93.7. David Ledbetter, this game tonight, I mean, you could call it decided by a lot of things, but I just look at that, that penalty number yet again for the Livingston Academy, and I think, I'm not saying it's the reason you lose 26-7, but certainly six for 67 yards, I believe it was, it ain't helping nothing. Well, and you look at the entire season. We don't have we don't have very few five yard penalties. We 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 talked about them jumping off sides on defense, offense. I don't know if we've had a illegal procedure penalty all year. Mm-hmm. Maybe one. Our penalties are ten yards, fifteen yards, and it, it's just drive killers. And and if you're on defense, these late hit out of bounds, fifteen yard personal foul. You know, we seen tonight we had couple of times where we had them in second and long or third and long, and we just make a dumb penalty, give them a free first down. Offensive-wise, you know, 31 yards rushing and uh, to 268 for your – you're not going to beat anybody just rushing the ball for 31 yards. But the penalties are just – they just come at the worst times, and they're just dumb penalties. I think back to a critical moment that really, I don't want to say, again, decided the football game. But you look at York, it's zero, I believe it was still 0-0. Zero to zero. I don't believe they had had their first score yet. They're knocking on the door. They're on the 17-yard line. Then they give themselves back-to-back holding calls, back themselves up to nearly second and 30. And Livingston Academy can't keep them out of the end zone. You can't let a team beat themselves and then give it back to them. Yeah, second and 28, I think, is what was on the, on the board. And then they... 
run one kind of missed tackle, break one for about 17 yards. So there they are at third and 11, and you know they're in two-down territory. But if you can stop them right there, make it third and 25 or third and 20, you give yourself a chance. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, like I said, a couple of dumb penalties. and you know. But I do like the way, you know, we talked about it in the second half. How do you react? You're down 26 nothing. How do you react? We get a stop on defense. We put one in the end zone. You've not seen that a lot in the last several years for Livingston Academy. So there's no quid in them. No. We know that. So, you know, it's something that you can – if you could take something out of this game as a positive, there you go. They didn't quit. They didn't give up. They didn't get blown out. They did not get blown out. They did not get held scoreless. And they did not give up. Livingston Academy, 26-7. to They fall to the York Institute this week here at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium on the campus of Livingston Academy. Game over. Coverage not. The R&M Family Pharmacy postgame report. R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva. 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at NelsonAesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Livingston Academy Wildcats fall 26-7 to the York Institute Dragons. The L.A. Wildcats this week elsewhere. We start on the volleyball court where last night the Lady Wildcats were unable to secure the one seed and regular season district title. They now sit at 11-6, 5-2 in district play after a three-set to two loss to Stone Memorial at L.A. here. Head coach Christy Jenkins earlier this week did remark how proud she is, however, of her young middles, uh, but came up short last night. 
Girls soccer, meanwhile, was also at home last night and defeated Hume Fogg one to nothing. They're now seven two and two on the year, four and zero in district play. Tonight, the volleyball team went off campus and took on Van Buren before heading tomorrow to a one-day tournament in Watertown. They'll begin next week on the road Monday at Macon County before traveling to Clay County on Tuesday. Both games will be at five p.m. Girls soccer team will return to action next Tuesday for senior night here at Livingston Academy. They take on upper men. Might want to show up and cheer on the seniors in that rivalry game. And lastly, you can always come back out here tomorrow for some special action. The L.A. Alumni Baseball game set to be played tomorrow at 5 p.m. here at Livingston Academy, barring weather. The Livingston Academy Regional Football Game of the Week on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game produced by Robin McCullough, production assistant Jake Wallman. Next week, we'll be in Crossville as L.A. takes on Stone Memorial. Our countdown to kickoff of the Livingston Regional Game of the Week will begin at 6.15. For David Ledbetter and our team, I'm Colin Castleberry. Again, tonight's final score, York 26 and L.A. 7.